back, everybody. Emerge Podcast, episode 35. Kenny, jump and jive. 35. Aye. Oh, wow. Well done. You. <laughs> the wee bingo, bingo chat coming out. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, so, aye. Um, first of all, just before we introduce our guest, um, today I just want to do a wee bit of housekeeping. So, this episode of the podcast is sponsored by Sphere McDonald Hodge Media, as usual. So, again, big thanks to Steve, helping us with our media stuff, all our social media content. Um, and if you're looking to get any photos restored, any promo videos created, or any events that you want to get videoed, then Steve is your man. So if you go across to Facebook and search Sphere McDonald Hodge Media, you will find Steve there. So be sure to drop him a wee like, get a message. There. Steve's always know, We need to go up and see him, man. No, see him we in do, a while. We do. I'm actually going to take down a note of his name, because I always need people like that. But Everyone's you know, like, Alex, you you don't promote yourself enough. Sorry, you've not even introduced me and I've already, I've already opened my big gob. I'm like, so, so, hey. Well, if anybody, if anybody recognises the voice already, then it's half the job. Because uh, uh, they should. Uh, <laughs> they should. She's the voice should. of Qatar Airways, the Hydro, STD, the Sun, Brayhead, and the Kitchen, the Scotch Kitchen video. Well, uh, someone has been doing their research. Eh? <laughs> you see me, did you see me reading that there? See me? See that? I tell you what, see this Scott kitchen, that was the hardest voiceover I have ever had to do. They're like, Alison, can you just say the word beef again? And it was like 50 times. I'm like, beef, beef, beef. terrible. Yeah, beefy bake, big beefy bake. Big, big, big beefy bake. If anybody <laughs> thinks like being a voiceover is easy, it's 100% <laughs> thing again. So we've got Alison Wright on the podcast tonight. So what was a wee rhyme again? Um, or Ali Wright. Do you prefer yeah. Alison or Ali? It doesn't really bother me. Like I used to hate being called Alison, but as I got older, I actually don't mind it. But all my pals call me Ali. Perfect. So we'll go with Ali then. We'll run with it because we're not pals. All been pals, are we? Guys? We're just, just assuming that we're pals. We exactly. Met tonight, besties. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, if you do recognise the voice, it's probably because Ali um, is one of the presenters at Clyde One and Clyde Two. Is that right? Well, n- not Clyde Two anymore. I used to be on Clyde Two. Right, okay. So it's weird because a lot of people think, so I do sort of cover work for Clyde One. Right. Um, and when I first started there, everyone's like, oh, that's like, she's new. And it was dead funny because I wasn't, because I'd been on Clyde right. Two for years. But just like nobody, obviously, the audiences are quite different. Um, so like I came over, but I've actually been doing it for years and stuff, but I'm still new to Clyde One listeners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Clyde Two, Clyde Two is more, is that, am I right in saying that's a kind of like, older music? So yeah. it's like music from the, oh my goodness, you're asking me now. <laughs> I think it's from the 80s onwards, right? But the music is absolutely phenomenal. And when I first started working there, all my friends were like, oh, that's pure oldie station and stuff. And then obviously they listened because I was on it. Um, and they were like, oh my God, those tunes are amazing. So it is, it's a brilliant station. Ah, they're pure, pure nostalgic, eh? Oh, oh, come on, it's like... Oh, that's when you're at your pal's 18th and... Aye, yeah. it's like the power ballads, like Starship and all aye. that. You're like, oh, so it's, it's pretty good. So, first, first of all, um, obviously what's been happening the last few months, so how has the kind of COVID period been feeling, lockdown and stuff like that? Because you were, would have been a key worker, am I right in saying? Uh-huh, so, right, the way that it happened was quite... In fact, my friends all like, make a joke about it because they're like, Ali, you are perhaps the only person to benefit from coronavirus. Because basically, I'd been doing my demos and stuff to have my own show, but I kinda, I'm quite a lazy person, right? I kind of <laughs> fell into radio, and then I realised that I loved it. And all the guys, the producers were like, you should really try and get your own show. And I was like, no, no, I'm quite happy being on with someone. And then obviously, COVID hit, and we went into lockdown, and suddenly there was no more super scoreboard. 
So they phoned me on, I think it was the Thursday, and they were basically like, right, Ali, we're putting you on yourself on Saturday. And any normal person would be like, brilliant. I'm like, no, no. (laughs) 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 I'm not doing it. I can't do it. And they were just like, Alison, stop it. You need to get some confidence. And I'm so glad I did because I had my own show um, on a Saturday all the way through lockdown, like obviously Mm. a place of super scoreboard. And I just loved it. And I was like, why have I not done this sooner? Right. You know I mean, like it's. I think things like that are good because they show you that you need to step out your comfort zone. Definitely. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm very what I know. Like I like what I know, and sometimes I stay in that comfort zone like far too long. But if you just push yourself, you actually you can do it fine. Right. And and it's and I never thought I'd like being in control, but I like you know doing it and being like well, I'm running the show. <laughs> Run the <laughs> show. Run the show in my shape, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak Gav does. He runs a show. Will you shake chat? My shake chat, aye. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have all the, it's me that has all the shake chats. <laughs> but I know what you mean. See, see like we've focused a few things with other guests. Um, and like, see the see the thought of even starting this podcast and like, listening yep. to your voice back. That mm-hmm. petrified me. Never mind. Yep. I'm not even a massive fan of photos and stuff like that. So to be on video and listen to your voice back, it's like, uh, I, I don't know. But the good, I mean, the good thing for yourself is I don't know, you probably would have listened to shows back, would you? Because it's live on air kind of thing, is it? Uh-huh. Like, I totally, that resonates with me 100%. Because now I don't care. But when I first get into it, and we, we used to have, like, you sometimes will have, like, a wee listen back to a show. Um, and just to listen to the structure, or maybe how you've you've structured a link, and how you've went into something, or how you've come out of a song. Because when you listen to radio, you realize, you don't realise there's so much more to it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just, to everybody else, it's just somebody playing songs and having a bit of banter. But it's it's more complex than that. Um, and at the beginning, I remember having a listen back and thinking, oh my God, I wish I was dead. Like, I hated it. <laughs> and I was like, Kee! and I just was, oh, but I was so nervous. I just couldn't relax. Whereas now I feel like I'm just like, oh, this is me. And I'm not trying to be anybody else. So it doesn't bother me when I listen back. Uh, Some, I mean, I've had ones where I've been in a blind panic. And I'm like, oh, come up next. <laughs> <laughs> and you can tell, is. obviously, something's like happened to put me it's off. But that's uh, it. You yes. push yourself out your comfort zone. That's where it's pure cheesy, but that's where that's yeah. where the magic happens. It does. It does. There is a scene for that. There is an actual scene for that outside your comfort zone. Uh-huh. Is, that, is that the scene? Is that the full scene? It's no? something like that. I know what you're yeah. talking about, but it's something like that, and it's completely true. Do you know what I mean? And it's just a case of getting a lot of confidence. I think as you get older, you lose a lot of confidence. Mm. Aye. Whereas when you're younger, like I remember I was just a wee shite, do you know what I mean? Like when I was I was like a Butland red coat, you're loving life and be like, Where? Then you get older you just get your mundane job. Ah, exactly. You're very carefree, but you're more aware of everything as you get older. So it's like in work, see, like if somebody says to me, like, can you do something that I've never done before? Like, or can you go and take a plate to somebody's table or something? I'd be like, What? Uh-huh. <laughs> what so, what, so what do you are you are you a chef then? No. Uh, yes, I. You're a good chef, but Gav, you're a good cook. Are you stop it taking a plate to somebody's table? I don't know, sorry, I don't know I why you went there. I should have given you a bit of backstory. silly. So, Kenny and I both work in um, the Village Hotel in Glasgow. We work in the gym. But, I, um, I live like two seconds along the road from that. Oh, do you? Ah, you? I used to go to that gym. Ah, did you come to Cassie very because I used to see Cassie a lot. No, so me no. and Cat. well, do you know what, we're terrible. We used to meet for like a pure fat coffee sometimes, <laughs> we used to say, we'll be like, let's meet up because we're both members of the same gym. We'd end up having like a big hot chocolate or something instead and just chatting for about an hour. Right. Um, <laughs> no, I used to do the, the classes religiously. I loved it. You need to come back. 
Well, that's it. You're going to get me the turn the turnstiles for for a pound. Brilliant. <laughs> but I, I've just been in, sorry, Kenny. Oh, I've just, just been in, tell this story, man. Why are you talking about plates? I've just been in, because it's part of a hotel. Like so, family right. gym and somebody was shot in the restaurant, and they said, "Can you come in and give somebody a plate?" That was my point. Do you know why I thought you said a chef? Because a lot of chefs hate um, interaction, don't they? Like not hate, right. but they were just like, "I'm in my kitchen. This is my bit." You know, you're out there with the public. You've got your I bit, aye. <laughs> exactly, it's like mutual thingy. Understanding that I don't come out my bit and you stay out my bit. Exactly. Wait, where was your bit growing up? What a link, what a link. Oh, man, that was a nice, nicely done there. Um, a nice little segue. It was, uh, I, so I'm from Bears Den originally, and whenever oh, I tell anybody that... Oh, a first G61-er. Exactly, whenever I tell, they're like, ooh, <laughs> And then I'm like, well, it's really upper drum chapel, so don't get too excited. Oh, I was going to say I'm for lower bells then. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gutter. I'm for drum chapel, aye. aye. Whereabouts? Kinfons. Right, so you're in Kinfons. I, I stayed in Canningsburn Road. Oh, did you? So aye, literally, this, well, it was the spa, but it's now the, the co-op. Aye, I just see yeah, my mum and dad stay on, that, on the hill. Oh, nice. That's yeah. such a steep hill as well, isn't it? <laughs> I know it's terrible. But we've never really climbed it. We're a bunch of like lazy people in our family. <laughs> so we're kind of driven to the shop. Uh, like, <laughs> get the bus back in the corner. Aye, aye. Listen, you joke, oh, but aye, she's not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ali had people to go to the shops for her. Get her to the shops. Well, listen, I cover on cloud one occasionally. Okay, I've got my name. <laughs> um, and now I stay in Govan, and all my friends are like, "Oh my god, what, what went wrong in your life that you moved from Bears down to Govan?" I was like, "Thank you so much." <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I love my little flat, so that's where I stay. And Eesh. honestly, like Govan's got much more community than oh. I think Bears then ever had. Hundred percent, hundred percent. See somebody down no community. It's all one-upmanship. I, I feel well. They're like, obviously, they're, we they're up your assholes up that hill. I can't imagine like I see them up there. Um, no. I just never got that. I mean, don't get me wrong, we had nice neighbours when I was young and stuff growing up and we still keep in touch with them. My mum and dad still keep in touch with them. So that's lovely. But uh-huh. ever since they moved out, there's never any, there's never been just where they stay, a total sense of community. Whereas when I'm in Govan, do you know what I mean? Everybody speaks to you. Even when I'm in the doctors, my man's like, what are you in for, hen? I'm like, well, <laughs> I can't uh-huh. tell you. Uh-huh. No, like, so uh, my, my biggest envy was the postcode because when I was at college one of my mates at college died in Bears Den mm-hmm. um, and I just passed my test um, I had this wee course I see a 53 edge it wasn't even a litre 998 so it wasn't oh. even classed as like a one litre car uh-huh. uh, you're just like you're... <laughs> I, I, I. it was like the Flintstones like, I could have actually got faster just get my probably feet probably heard you driving about and I'm like <laughs> oh, probably I, I, who's that, that idiot <laughs> <laughs> look at this rapscallion with his red pink Corsa oh uh, is that the pink one I remember that uh, I, exactly um, so anyway I got, I got my car my insurance was £1,900 and I was oh, like that's, that's like half the price of the car Mm-hmm. And my pal at the time, uh, I was I was used to go up to his and we used to go night suit, and I was like, "Can I try and just just for talking to see and showing my motor at your house just to see?" But then we spoke yeah. to his mummy's and I was like, "Aye, do you man? Nine hundred pound, nine hundred pounds." I know it's so bad because I'm the same here. Obviously, I went. Do you know what I mean? The opposite way. I had the cheap uh-huh. car since it bears. Then I got to 
got to live in Govan and I put, I remember getting a quote one day and I was like, what? Absolutely <laughs> raging, do you know what I mean? And that was me lying and saying that I stayed and I had a driveway. For any insurance companies listening, that's, a, that's just a wee joke. It was <laughs> I know exactly, please okay, please okay. <laughs> <laughs> But see, to be fair, I think, see, see if you think about the amount of people who, who must put fake shite in their insurance. Oh no, I was just going to say, I think I feel sorry for people when they get caught and they're in like a, they're in obviously an accident or something and you're like, why did I do that? I know. I'm sure my, I had an ex from Jim Chapel and I'm sure that he said he stayed at my house once and I caught him out doing it. <laughs> so <laughs> you, need to, you need to get by but see in Australia you don't insure a car for yourself you insure the car for everybody alright you insure a car you don't insure the person for the car I think that's it the way it should be so it's just insured once once it's insured it's insured unless somebody steals your car and you're like oh it's insured mate it's insured anyway so <laughs> I never ever thought of that Gav absolutely <laughs> my insurance do you know that because I've never claimed like Tuckwood I've never claimed it um, and you just think what am I paying for every month and then I got in fact my car got scratched last month and I like to think that somebody didn't hear it looks like a, a bike's went by because it's got like two big massive scratches on it and again I'm like there's no point in claiming because you'll have your excess true. That's my head very true and that's something I always forget about as well as excess. I'm like, ah, whatever, 50 quid a month, I know. Aye, no excess, five for a pound. Aye, exactly. I know you said it to the lowest, you're like, ah, it's fine. So what was it like growing up in Bears Den then? Because that's, were you, did you go to the primary school at the top of the hill? Yes, I did. Where did you what, go? What was that? I went to Langfoss. I genuinely do stay in Drumchapel. So I uh, literally <laughs> found my house when I, when I stayed in, I stayed in Ergold as a wee guy and there was like, Langfalls was right there. So just Where's Langfalls? I'm trying to think because I know Kinfons obviously you come down Canister so, and then you turn right. And then right, you go to, is, is there one that's away now? No, you go by that and you keep going. Uh-huh. And then you go by Drummy High. Yep. The new Drummy High, you keep going by that. Uh-huh. You go all the way down, it's on the left hand side. It's only a kind of like <sighs> so so across the kind of townhouses and like see there's a big group of townhouses. Uh-huh. Yeah. Aye, 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 just there. Well, I, yeah, so I went to Cahoon, the one at the top of the hill, Cahoon. but I nice. loved it. Oh, it was my favourite, honestly. Um, I, I've got a terrible memory, though. Me and my sister were chatting about this the other night, and we were, I just, I don't really remember much. <laughs> and she's like, no, but she's like, Ali, because I say, I always think there's something wrong with me. I said, there's something wrong with my brain, because I don't remember things. She's like, you're just lazy. She's like, you just no. need something to, to trigger you, and then you'll remember, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that's fine. But um, no, like, I loved it. And I've still, it's weird because... Um, so I get into theatre that's like what my degree and all that's actually and that's what I love like acting and stuff and there was a teacher at Cahoon Park that got me into it all so I was at dancing and stuff but she was the one she was in a theatre group and she took me along because they needed little well they needed pe- people to play boys and all of her she's like we can just dress you up no. in a book <laughs> <laughs> and then like and I'm still pals with her so I think that's a pure testament to the actual school um, but I, know, I know two teachers from it as well but it was a brilliant area to grow up in like I remember I say I don't remember anything from childhood obviously I remember like cutting about it was me and mostly all kind of lads that I grew up with and I remember them like I had my wee I had a wee bike with a basket on it and there's like a wee crescent oh, across wow. where my mum and dad stay and the boys would we would ride up a little bit so my mum and dad couldn't see through the window and then they'd take my bike and do wheelies and stuff. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Did well, you take the I basket know. off before they were on the wheelies? <laughs> no, they didn't. 
I was laughing because a few months ago, my dad was cleaning out his garage, right? Because it's absolutely full of crap. He's a bit of a hoarder. And my bike was still there and I nearly cried. You know that way when you see something for your childhood, you're like, oh my God. Mm, And then I opened it. I was quite a fat child. And I opened opened the little basket and it was full to the brim. A big basket like that, full to the brim with sweetie papers. (laughs) Is it? My sister was like, I a fat book. I was like, oh. <laughs> that must have been measures, driving man. about, like just round and round eating all my sweeties before I went home. Aye, aye. Just you <laughs> need to keep your energy levels up, you know. Aye, that's you know why, you know why your uh, your teachers are still pals with you now, yeah? So they can take credit that you're on the radio. Oh, uh, probably they, they love to share. They love a wee success story. They're like, oh, this is Ali. Do you know if, Ali? If they tried to bring you back, if they went, come back in the day we talk at the school, they've done that yet. Oh, they haven't, but I would, I would love to do mm. that. Maybe when I put this podcast out, I'll tag them. I'll be like, give it a wee listen. <laughs> but I'm still in the theatre group that they took me along to when I was eight. Wow. wow. That's so amazing. that's been, what, what's that, 18, 20, 20, oh, I don't, can't be right, 25 years? No, that's not right. Oh, it is don't right. Don't tell somebody your age. You don't tell me. Oh, age. I know, I tell you. I just should have mentioned the maths. Maybe we'll do it. What secondary school did you go to? Did you go to Birsden or Beauclair? What second school do you think I went to? Probably Bears Day, no? <gasps> no, I didn't. I went to Beauclair. Beauclair? <laughs> did you go to Beauclair? Uh-huh. What did yeah, you go to? Beauclair would be easy. No, no. I went to Clevedon, but we used to get everybody... Uh, I went to... There was two campuses in Clevedon. There was one in uh-huh. uh, NK, it was called, North Kelvin Side. And that right. was beside... Uh, That's not Harry's on there. No, no, it's in Mary Hill. Oh, yeah. uh, where the fire station is, and it's all flats now. So when I was getting, uh, that's what that was. When I I was getting the bus home every day for Beauclair, I used to go on the bus. Mm -hmm. The bus would be pure empty, I'd have a wee seat, and then every day pure pile on. It was like pure just sardines, horrible. Mm -hmm. So that probably you, probably you, just coming (laughs) in, you know, these spaces. No, I I got my wee chocolate bars like that. Oh yeah, it's chocolate (laughs) bars. Get the road to and like. I loved a wee bit when I got to when I got to Beauclair. I think if I was still that fat, I wouldn't have made it through, through uh, secondary school. I think oh. I had me in first year. Did you, did, but, um, you, did you really enjoy school then? Did, school? Uh, yeah, I, like I loved primary school. Secondary school, I had no interest in. I think first and second year were fine, and then you get split up for your pals when you have to make your your choices, choices. for standards. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was always a really, I was always like quite a conscience. Cons- oh my goodness, what's that word? Conscientious. Conscientious. <laughs> I lost the power of speech. I do that in the radio all the time. Like, I'll be looking for one word, right? And it'll be like the word and, and I'm like... <laughs> 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 I'm like um, but yeah, like I was quite hard working and stuff. And then by about third year, I, I found that I, I just thought I was a wee bit of a class clown. And I look back and I kind of hate myself. But you hate yourself? yourself? No, like in a funny way. Like, you know that way, you're just a wee dick. Aye. Aye. I was just saying, like, I, didn't, I, I just didn't like secondary school. Gavin hates, Gavin's pure anti-educational system. Like, he pure <laughs> hates so, it. So how did you, why did you hate it? Just not have a good experience or? No, so, so we've kind of explained this before, but we, uh, oh, sorry, we, I don't know, I'm speaking for Kenny as well. Uh, I, I, I almost felt as if, see, some of the way they spoke, some of the teachers spoke to you. Mm-hmm. So condescending. And I don't know why, I was probably thinking I was older than what I was. I was only like 13, 14 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you don't speak to me like that. So I mean, but I, I just didn't like the fact that like, <laughs> I, I had a PE teacher, I've said this to Kenny as well, um, 
his name is Mr. McCall, I'm calling him out. Uh, he, <laughs> he, one day we were in, we were in PE and we, I'd run away, we were playing like football or something, I'd run away to get the ball and he was like, boy, here, come here, and like all that stuff. And I was like, ah, nah, don't speak to me. Oh. <laughs> so, it's not nice, I don't understand, but a lot of people just love power. But you'll find that in every profession. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? It's always, I've had, you know, because I've still got a full-time job, so I don't do the radio um, yeah. full-time. Oh, really? Well, okay, it's in the questions. No, I know. It is in the questions. Yeah, I've got a full-time admin job. Um, and that's so I still work from home every day. And even last week when I was doing the breakfast show, I would do the breakfast show and then I would come home and work. So I was, I honestly, come Friday, I was like, oh my God, I cannot talk. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I know like what you mean about the whole, you know, teachers at school and stuff. Yeah. Like I was nice up until about third or fourth year and then I just found that I, I could make people laugh sometimes and I loved that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, like, I remember getting called a class clown and thinking I've made it. And I was oh. like, that's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because you're like... Uh, and you think you're a wee bit cool as well, and you're like, Absolutely. I'm not I'm sitting next to a car. Like, I always remember my French teacher, and um, she just hated me, and probably rightly so, but I remember her once saying, Alison, you know, you stay behind, I've got something to ask you, and I just stood up and went, well, you'll marry me. And she was like, what? See, I had a daughter, and she was being that much, but we shaked her teacher, I would go absolutely look at her. I know, I know. But I'd so, high fiver. <laughs> 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 so obviously, uh, after after high school, you said what was it? You said you went into was it theatre? So I left school when I was fifteen, as soon as I could. Me too. Um, so I did first. To, I left at the end of fourth year, um, and then I went to Stowe College. Oh, they were so. So I went to Stowe College, but it wasn't the Stowe campus. I don't know why I'm using my pen. Like, I went to Stowe College. <laughs> uh, I went to Stowe College, but it was the Stowe West campus. At, I think it was at North Kelvin side, but that was the old, old primary school. So it's like, um, you're on Maryhill Road. It's like a road off Maryhill Road. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Down towards Queen Margaret Drive. Oh, I um, And that's where they put all the, the theatre lovies. I think they kept us away from the rest of the people. <laughs> <laughs> We're like coming in and our leg like, warmers like. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I know you've got a bricklayer beside you like that. God, he's shut up. <laughs> well, that's what it's like because half the people were, you know, in fact, probably three quarters of the people were performers, and then they they had IT people and like oh, really? proper IT boffins. So you know they'd be sitting trying to eat their lunch, and we'd be like, "I'm going to live." I thought this could be the opposite side, like a performing arts student almost. They like. I never understood why they thought that that would work, but anyway, oh, that was their that was their logic. Do you get your HND in that, didn't you? So I did my NQ for a year, then I did my HND, and then um, I moved away down to Hull to study musical theatre for a year with my pals. Um, so what age would you have been then? Seventeen. Seventeen. Right? Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, because I turned eight. Oh no, was I seventeen or eighteen? Either seventeen or eighteen. I can't remember. I think I was 18 because I remember having my 19th birthday and being traumatised because I thought, that's me. I'm no longer relevant now that I'm past 18. <laughs> now I'm really? 15, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, we just, I can't even remember why we went to Hull. I think we just looked at all the years degrees. Um, a lot of my friends were auditioning for London and stuff, but I just never really, like I love acting and stuff, but I just never had the drive to, to do that, to go to London. I don't think I wanted that much upheaval. Yeah. And um, 
we just we decided to all travel down in addition together and we all get in and it was wow. amazing oh it's one of the things that i look back and i'm so glad that i done um like we all get a big house together it was just a riot it was an absolute That's mad, riot like what, I remember, what, was your addition? what did you do for the addition oh what did i do what did i do i think oh. i did a, i think i did a monologue um I think I did a monologue from a Jim Cartwright book, which you probably not heard of. But it was a wee book of monologues that I loved, and I played like a Yorkshire woman, and I thought I was fantastic at it. Every time I did it, I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm so good!" Oh, so can you do a Yorkshire accent in this day? Then? Oh, I was absolutely <laughs> terrible because I met my one of my good friends now, Alison. She's from um, Doncaster, and I remember trying to do it in front of her like a Yorkshire accent. She's like, "You shouldn't be ashamed." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, when I think back, I really thought I was brilliant. Speaking about accents, it must have been. Hard to live in Hull. Ah. Well, come from Hull. Um, <laughs> they always used to think that we were we were from Ireland. So, uh, why does that happen? So like Kenny spoke about it as well like in Australia and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah. where was an island you're from? You're like, I know. I know. <laughs> it was an eye opener. Like, I remember, you know, when they didn't know words from us, like jobby and stuff. They thought a jobby was a job, so that tickled me. On, and I was like, well, "Tell me again about your jobby." I was like, Why are you such a child? Do you know what I mean? Exactly. I used to think that. Do you know? No, no, the word jobby. Means. <laughs> and then obviously they had like late licensing, and they had you could go down. I remember you could get a triple measure at a pub, and this to me was absolutely mind blowing. And I remember my first night out in Hull, I'd, I'd actually moved down a week or so later than my pals. I can't remember why. Um, and I, I was a bit homesick. I'm a wee bit of homebird. And oh. I got down and I was just a wee bit out of sorts and stuff. And then we all went out for a night in the town. I must have been tanking triples. And I remember getting in a taxi and he's like, right, where to? And I, I gave him my Bears Den address. I'm like, Carrie's Road. <laughs> 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 that would be quid. Uh, exactly, I know. <laughs> Oh, that's an experience. Why did you did you enjoy it then? Was that loved it? Right. I think back and I like I was thinking, I was so lucky. Like it was hard. We had a obviously like a theory element to it and a practical element. But sometimes like our assessment would be to do a dance and like critique the dance and you know I think back and I just like me and my friend stayed up all night to do a routine out of cats where I just rode about in our back and I'm like that was <laughs> a, that was our life and I was dead lucky to have that. Yeah. At the time, I don't think I appreciated it, but I think as you get older, you look back and you kind of think, oh, should I make more of that? But it was amazing. And you never do appreciate it, do you? No, you never appreciate it, how, how good you've got it at the time. Um, and just, I, I mean, we're all friends for life as well, do you know what I mean? And then after that, me and, me and one of the girls that lived together, we actually decided to go and be but, uh, red coats at Butlins. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? I don't know what that is. It's like performing at, uh, performers in Butler. Oh, Kenny, are you joking me? I swear. You Have you never seen it? No. Oh, <laughs> what? Why, why is this? Why? Because why, why? it's like a, it's like Butler's is like an institution. Right, Ali, I'll cut them out the new, right? <laughs> oh, don't do, don't do that. Just explain what the job is. Right, so basically. Redcoat is um, the children's entertainer at the at Butlins at the camp. So every night they'll get up on the stage and they'll do like party dances. But during the day they've got loads of things to do as well. Like they they're responsible for dressing up as your Bob the Builders and all that. So I don't know oh, why we just. I don't know what that is. Like, just I didn't oh, know what the red a red coat. Like, I didn't. didn't <laughs> have get you ever that been to Portlands or anything? Nah. 
No. So no. they've all got their variations. I think Ponson's have like a blue coat. It's basically just like a children's entertainer. Aye, what do they call that when you go abroad? What's that called? They call it like... Like like a... Um... <sighs> What's it called? Oh, it's called a hang. <laughs> There's no point in this. This is, this is yeah. me live on the radio with Ali and the two is all to hang this word. Like, <laughs> yeah, I think. Welcome to my show. Um, Aye. I know what I you mean. I what it's called, but it's called something. And I... Okay, right, right. You, you keep like a kiddie's rep or something, something like aye, that. Aye, it's basically the same as that, except you do it at, you do it at, at Butlins. And we they were aye. auditioning in Glasgow. Me and my friend Nikki are probably both as ridiculous as each other. But like, we'll go along and see. And uh, we just had a laugh. And we weren't doing anything else for our life. I think I was working in a call centre. We, we really, I mean, I was festering. I was working in a call centre <laughs> just get on the lash after every shift, you know what I mean? And then Nikki was probably doing the same. I don't know what she was doing at that time. And we just thought, why not? How was the audition for that? What, what was it? I can't even remember. It was up in Glasgow somewhere. And you had to, you just had to act like a fool. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we'll have you too. Perfect. <laughs> um, I remember having to do like a scene at EastEnders or something. And just like, they were like, oh, you just need to improvise. And it was just the, the more ridiculous, the better. And I think they thought, right, we'll have two Scottish red coats. Do you know what I mean? And they took us down as part of the team. We went down to Skegness and we worked down there for like a season. Well, oh, Skeggy. 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 <laughs> oh. see, when you, see when you're saying um, uh, improvise there, I know we kind of briefly spoke about it quickly before we came on, but you had watched our episode with Darren Connell. Huh? Um, and we were talking about Scott Squads. Do you know that that's all improvi- improvisation? She that's does because she watched the episode, hopefully. Of course, I, I never thought of that. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, man, I don't like watching it like Pure quizzing, quizzing Ali on it. Like, so, you do you remember? <laughs> <laughs> Minute 18, <laughs> Darren said. Alison Chella is at 20.42. Um, no, I used to do loads of improv when I was at college and stuff, but when you don't do it, it's bloody terrifying. That's amazing that they do that. And amazing that they don't just buckle and they don't just laugh at each other either. I know, I know. You were saying as well, like, um, obviously you've watched it, but uh, <laughs> like the, the, the officer Karen, who he um, films. She's with, brilliant. She, so she's she, so good. She's like a proper, he was saying that she's a proper performer, like she's a proper uh-huh. actress and she's, I don't think she's a producer or she's this and that. Uh-huh. And she's like, she just keeps a straight face and he's like, Pissing himself constantly because mm-hmm. he can't keep himself contained. But I think that's like when you're younger, you're so good and you're so disciplined. Like when I used to do shows, I used to be like total performer, like don't collapse and you know keep you know compose yourself if you do it. Whereas now, like even last week when I was in the radio, Cassie showed me a picture of a wrestler who looked like her. Um, is it Jericho? <laughs> Jericho, the wrestler. Jericho. Uh, and he had a wee like Cassie always wears sometimes wears a hair and a wee pony, and he was like. Right, and it had like, no top on. It was right before I went on to do the travel, and I'm even sure crying, almost crying thinking about it, right? Because it was just so funny, and I just couldn't compose myself. Like, I just can't. Like, once I'm gone, I'm like, there's a more close to home. I find it dead hard. I'm dead easily distracted. It's pretty bad. One, one thing that we'd seen uh, was it said you were a, a performing arts teacher. Is that uh-huh. right? Is that right? Uh, so I used to teach at uh, Razzmatazz, which is, um, I do a few members on Dragon's Den. It's like a franchise performing arts school. And my friend Mark um, owned one out in Balfron. So I used to... Oh, Balfron. Oh, I know Balfron. Do you? know Balfron. <laughs> mm-hmm. I love the Balfron. So that's I used to be head chef out there. Oh, oh whereabouts? Yeah, it was either the, was it the beach tree. The beach tree. Oh, 
for the beech tree in. Or the oak oh, tree in? It's one of the two. The oak tree in. Oh my God, I've stayed there. It's lovely. It's a hotel oh, yeah. as well, isn't it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I love sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't teach your dad, but but um, no, I no. So <laughs> my pal had a performing arts school out there, and I what was I, I think I was a singing teacher. Um, was I? The, yeah, I was a singing teacher, and then I would kind of go and cover other classes because there was like one out in Newton Mairns and one in Paisley, and if they would ever like a teacher short or whatever, they would just get me to cover. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed that. I I I love I mean, love's a strong word, right? I mean, I enjoyed Ooh. it, but sometimes <laughs> it was hard, man. Do you know what I mean? You underestimate what teachers go through. I have a newfound re- or had a newfound respect for teachers. Mm. Oh, sorry, they burp. Pardon me. <laughs> um, and the other time. That, that pesky diet coke. I should have just backed away. Diet diet coke. Air quotes in that. Eh? <laughs> uh, 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 wee bit of bourbon and. Um, I like I, like I I really I love my kiddies. Don't get me wrong. Do you know what I mean? But they're they're totally savage kids. They're so. What ages? What ages were they like? So right up from five to eighteen, and then I took on a minis class as well, which was three. Oh my good god! I mean, that was oh, doing my abilities. Oh, yeah. How you do you even control a room with three year olds in it? Who's teaching three year olds how to sing? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I know. I was like, they don't want to be here. It's just childcare. That's what it is. <laughs> I know. At the time. Um, maybe it was like their first class or whatever, so their mums and dads would be dead protective and not want to leave them. And if they were crying, I used to always say, look, please just leave them because they'll be absolutely fine. But if you stay here, they're going to be worse. Uh-huh. And also, not only that, like if they stayed, you're going to see me acting like an arsehole. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, come on, kids. Uh-huh. I'm like a bit of an idiot in front of the adults. But um, I, like, I love teaching the theatre and stuff, and I still, some of my students now, so it was like 5 to 18, and some of my students are like 20 in their mid-20s now and they still they're on like my Facebook and they're on oh, wow. um, my Instagram and stuff so it's dead nice because I get to see what they're doing and some That's of them have actually stuck at it yeah and you feel you're like oh and you get like when you get nice feedback it's lovely like, I remember doing like I don't know I'm, I'm quite old school when it comes to theatre and stuff I don't like when if somebody came to me and they were saying, Oh, can you give my little girl vocal lessons? Um, she wants to sing a Mariah Carey song. And I'd be like, Right, well, first of all, she's eight, mm. right? <laughs> Don't really want to sing about being heartbroken and feeling sexualized. No. Like that's not I just do I think you've got to do the age appropriate. And what eight year old has listened to Mariah Carey and says, I want to sing like that. I exactly. think it's probably a parent not, saying it's it's if you could exactly. sing. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But I was always quite old school, so I remember doing. Um, did you ever see Sunshine on Leith? Uh, no. No. no I, I, thought, I, thought, I thought the song there, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> I, no, no, the song's brilliant as well. But they do a rendition of um, the. It's all about the music from the Proclaimers, and they do a rendition of um, 500 Miles. And it's so beautiful. Like, obviously, it is nothing like the Proclaimers version. Mm-hmm. And I remember I did it with the kids. Like, you get two, so- two um, people that are soloists and they start on the stage and then the rest join in. And I remember the mums and dads all saying, Ali, that was amazing. So it's nice when you get feedback like that. Uh-huh. You feel like, nice uh-huh. and appreciated. See, your feedback's brilliant, man. I love uh, feedback. See, when you said uh, that rendition of 500 Miles, I just remembered something there. Have you, um, there's a band called Sleeping At Last. Have you ever heard of them? No. Don't- think so you might remember the song so they done a rendition and it was on I think it was an advert for like Stella or something it was something so random and uh-huh. I always remember where, you going, this, where are you going with this man you don't bring me <laughs> down come on, on. Kenny <laughs> 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 I don't <laughs> know where I'm going to be now that you fucking called me out that's it uh, <laughs> but it was like a beer advert but when you said that there that pure trigger that because it's see 
I like the song, obviously, but see, mm-hmm. I kind of, I don't know if but the same one maybe you listened to, but it was like a slowed down version and it was all acoustic and stuff. It was so good. It's, it's lovely, but I like that. I wish I had that kind of imagination to think, mm-hmm. oh my God, that's a great song. I'm going to take that and do something with it, but my wee brain doesn't work like that. But when just I sing, hear... Just sing it the way you, you hear I, just, <laughs> I, I remember everyone when I started being a singing teacher, they're like, you're going to have to think of mashups to do. And I'm like... Oh. <laughs> What's a mashup? Well, really? All little potato mash, do you know what I mean? But... Um, <laughs> I remember having to do like loads of research and stuff, but when you hear a song completely different, something that gives you chills, you're like, oh. So you still involved with any sort of theatre work then? So I still, I'm at, I'm still at my theatre group, but I had to just, um, I don't think my friend's got his franchise anymore, I'm sure he sold it, but um, I don't teach or anything as such anymore because I just, I didn't have time. Like mm-hmm. I felt like I was really, I was starting to kind of, not um, get places, that's wrong, but try to get more opportunities with the radio. And yeah. obviously mm-hmm. I got my Clyde 2 gig, um, but that was just, it wasn't, you know, enough to, at the time, it wasn't like, I couldn't give up my day job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't just have that, I wish I could have, but I live alone, I've got a mortgage and stuff. And I was doing that. And then, as I said, I was still working and I did that for two years. So I worked from like six in the morning till five at night every day. And I kind of had to give up a lot of my, my side things that I was doing because I just, I didn't have time to do them. You need to rest. <laughs> uh-huh. Whereas now it's nice. I've got like a nice balance. Obviously, I mean, I don't like my day job, right? Everybody knows that. <laughs> but it pays the bills, right? It's just yeah. the admin. It pays the bills. But it's nice right now because I get to cover. I'm not on Clyde one all the time, but I love it when I cover. Obviously, I work with George. He's George Bowie. He is absolutely lovely. Like everything yeah, you yeah. think he'd be. And all your pals always like, what's he like? And I'm like, I've got no scandal. He's just absolutely lovely. Squeaky <laughs> um, exactly. What's he like? What's he like? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the only, the only thing you can find bad about George Bowie is when he walked half the radio that one time. That's the only I bad thing you can find. Like, yeah, I heard about the this. I don't thing. actually remember it. And what, was it like a, I don't know, like a fight or something? Oh, that had I don't know. I think he'd fell out with somebody. I, I, I mean, you can't find out too much about it, man. He spoke, so it, spoke about it on um, Cy Ferry's podcast. Open right, did he? spoke about it on that, aye. He, he was on the drive, it. in the car. Aye, aye. Um, I don't think it was that in it. He said he just, there was a bit of a disagreement. And then aye, I think it, it wasn't as big as what it was made out to be. Aye. It's unfortunately that you've got to remember radio is still a job. It's the same as any yeah. job. Like if you have a disagreement with your boss, you wouldn't want to sit and you'd be like, well, I'm, I don't really want to talk aye. to you right now. So you can understand it from that way as well. Um, I I've heard worked. that he grabbed the boom mic and offered his boss outside for a square go. <laughs> I'm, just, that's, I'm just saying, that's all I heard. <laughs> I can nice. neither confirm nor deny. <laughs> George so, Black, right, you, never work with you again. <laughs> no, you'll you like even me now. <laughs> but I've worked with Cassie as well. Obviously, we got to cover the breakfast show last week and we've never, ever done that. We did it for a whole week and I just loved it. She is just pure salt of the earth. Just lovely. Right. Did you just know, do, what did you just do before for that? Is it International Women's Day? Did so you... we've worked together before, but we've never had a whole, a whole like a proper, yeah, a proper run at it. Mm-hmm. Um, we've done, we've covered the breakfast show once before, I think, together, just like a random day, like for a bank holiday or something. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, we we were put on together for International Women's Day. That's in, uh, that's how I got my own show because the producer went when he phoned me up and told me that I was going to go in for Clyde One. And I was like, no. He's like, I bet you I should have a shit job now, eh, Alice? And I was like. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we, we get put on together and we just had that, like, we're just a riot. That's what we see. We just, and, but the Glasgow listeners seem to like it. I think Glasgow, Glasgow folk can always tell if you're genuine. And I would say if you listen to somebody and you think 
you would be cracking on a night out. You've hit the nail on the head. Like you've you've done you've done well because you can always tell that somebody's not quite giving you everything. Whereas Cassie's like me, like she wears her heart in her sleeve, probably overshares. Like I remember telling stories about like a thong hanging out my car and all that. I'm like, what am I doing? Like halfway through telling the story on air, I'm like, Alison, psychopath, stop it, stop it. (laughs) Outer body experience, and you're just watching yourself, just. Just Kenny, it happens all the time. Sometimes I do. It's that internal, that internal voice is going, shut up, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but my mouth is just like, That was Kenny. a bit when Kenny called me when I was trying to explain that song. There. But, so did, did you pure forget what was going on, Gav? Did you just have a mad tangent? I knew there was something going on there. I was like, no, right, no, I, was, I just didn't know where I was going with the conversation. I was trying to oh, say, right. have you heard that song? But I just... Fucked up. But it was fine. But it worked because it, I brought, like, it worked because I was saying when you hear a song that's not normally sang like that, it's it's magical. It's lovely. <laughs> I don't know why I do. I don't know why I do these voices. I need to stop. <laughs> no, continue with them. I remember like you seen, getting you called out. Me and Darren, that it was funny. Well, I remember getting called out once in the radio. <laughs> Boss was like, Ali, you're doing so so well. And he's just like, just just one thing. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh no, oh no. I was like, mm-hmm. And he's like, just sometimes you you put on uh, like a wee voice. <laughs> just a wee voice. I'm like, right, okay, I won't do it again. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Next thing you're like, what? That's <laughs> 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 just my own voice, boys. So, see, go. oh, sorry, Kenny, on you go, 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 um, go. First radio station, am I right in saying it was your radio? It was indeed, yes. Oh my god, Where, how have you done all your research? Where did you get all this? Oh, this guy, <laughs> it was Kenny. For one side. I bet you've Googled, Googled the first it. Came up, I was going to Google me and there's like my old headshot when I was 12 or something. And he's like, smile with your eyes. And I was like, Chandler Bing, one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still there. And I'm like, oh, no. Well, no, we'll not reveal no, our sources. LinkedIn. Aye. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And yeah, it was. It was your. And um, I had no clue. Oh, I'm like, oh my god, can I say that? Yeah, I had no clue what I was doing really. Um, I just kind of, I'd, I'd been at the so the Radio Clyde have got a about academy, um, but that's their wee training academy, um, right. and they always used to do courses and stuff. So that's how I get into it. I was just driving one day, and they were doing a, I think it's, it was a media skills course, something like that. And I thought that'd be quite good. Like the radio stations just down the road. I'd never thought about it. I went along and I absolutely loved it. And then um, we were making a podcast and one of the guys, Gavin Pearson, who you know from Radio Clyde, uh-huh. he's always in Clyde One, um, he heard me doing something. He's like, Ali, you've got a brilliant voice. Have you ever thought about doing voiceover work? And that kind of got me into it. So then after I did that, I started approaching other radio companies just to see, could I maybe get some work experience? Can I do, can I help out? And then um, I went along and Gary at your radio said, We'll, we'll give you a wee Sunday night show. And I was like, brilliant. Well, so it wasn't live, it was voice tracked. Um, yeah. Which I hate, I don't like recording things because I feel, even like now, I know I've got the luxury to go, they can edit that out and I hate that. I but we, we all know do that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just no going to leave all that crap in. I'm like, oh, really? No. Just keep it real, man. Just keep it real. I think you guys, like, I don't know if you ever get nervous if you ever have, like, somebody, like, famous on or something. Like, even you're saying, like, Dad and you both kind of look up to him or whatever. But sometimes I get more nervous when it's pre-recorded. 
and especially if it's a if it's a radio show because you I used to go and pre-record it on like the Friday or the Saturday and it wouldn't go out to the Sunday and I would sit all weekend and go oh my god I've left something in I've left something oh, in like, right. uh-huh. it's going to go out it's going to go out and like, I remember once I played a karaoke song and all that I was I was dreadful do you know what I mean <laughs> what time was it on a Sunday was it, was it like I think it was like, uh, was it like 8 or 10? I can't remember, that's terrible. I think it was maybe <laughs> 10. Um, and then they moved me to a Sunday afternoon and they called it Alley in the afternoon. I was like, famous. Oh, oh, made it. Exactly, <laughs> I know. <clears throat> but I just never did, I never did anything live there. It was always, um, it was always voice tracked when I did it. But I mean, it was great experience for me and stuff. And I love my little late night love show. I'm like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> You're here with Ali in the evening. Yeah. I don't know. I remember Dina McKee used to do our, our uh, um, show night. And I always remember listening to it as a wee girl. I was like, oh my God, I'd love to do that. Oh, that I'm so nosy. See if somebody phoned me up and told me all about like sex and relationships. I'd be like, tell me more. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh my God. I know it's terrible. My friends are like, you are actually Isa from Still Game. I'm like, I know. Uh, we all love an Isa. So, so how does that go about then? Did he give you all the music that's going to come on? And then... Yeah, the I can't actually remember yeah, like they've got wee slots that you know that you're supposed to speak and you just kind of put them in, but you need to make sure that they're timed and all that. And then but I, I did it differently as to how I would do it now. It's a completely different system. Do you know what I mean? The system that we work with now is amazing. Um, and I don't pre-record anything. All my stuff's okay. live. I haven't pre-recorded anything in years, but um, how, like you would know which song you were coming out of and stuff, but you could tell it was pre-recorded because there was no nice fade in and fade out. Uh-huh. I'd be like, here's the next song, play. Do you, you know what I mean? When you hear the wee click of the mouse and all that. Like, uh, yeah, but you'd always, like, my, I told my friends, but I didn't ever tell anybody else it wasn't live, so I used to pretend that I was there. And I would, <laughs> like, that's how sad mm-hmm. I was. And I would set off social media so everybody thought that I was actually live. I, like, <laughs> I look back and I think, Alison, you're an idiot. <laughs> well, no, you're loving that dream, so it's all right. Well. <laughs> so, so moving from there to Clyde One, what, what was that like? What was the experience? What was the kind of recruitment process like? Um, so I've been working in Clyde two for ages, and then I started to do more because um, I, I really wanted to to move to Clyde one. Sorry, and, uh, sorry. Like, I meant to say Clyde two. I keep forgetting you've done Clyde two first. So moving no, 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 from that to Clyde two, how, what was that like? Moving into Clyde two or from Clyde two to Clyde one. Moving into Clyde two from your radio oh. from that sort of experience. So I um, so I'd kept in touch with somebody uh, at the radio, and then they got back. They got in touch with me and said that they were looking for someone to co-present on the breakfast show on Clyde two. Um, did I want to come in and make a demo? And I was like, yeah, no problem. So I just went in one morning, and it was me, the producer, and the presenter then, and we just chatted, and then we just recorded it, and then it was like a month from there that I started. So it was good. It was total, but well, it was a baptism of fire. It was hard. Um, I, obviously, I was I was just traffic and travel, and then until I got a wee bit more familiar with the listeners, and then I went on and chatted more. But it's a different show because that's broadcast across the whole of Scotland. Whereas when I'm in Clyde One, obviously it's just Glasgow in the West. So you need to make sure that you're you're really pronouncing everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas sometimes when I'm Clyde One, I'm like, ah, you're mal. Like, do you know what I mean? Whereas when <laughs> I, I was. Uh, that fucking expressway is backed up again. Don't worry, you're asking doing that. This is always again, one to do the voice that I said. It's always that expressway. <laughs> but, um, 
but then I, I always had to make sure I was quite proper, you know. So when I listen mm. back, it's like, right, it's really causing you some issue. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> but obviously, you've got to remember that people up north Part of the don't job. particularly I think, like the Glasgow accent. Yeah, I think that's a Scottish thing, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't feel like someone down south really need to change their accents, for example. No, they do. I imagine just, they do. think so. See, see, see London, Londoners, like, if, if you're Radio 1, like, Londoners have that, the pure hate people for the north, don't they? Like, <laughs> Manchester accents, pure hate, even Liverpool It's so accent, weird, because I love different regional accents. And it tickles me when people can't understand us. Like, say girl again, you're like, girl. No, like, say girl, <laughs> girl, do you know what I mean? Well, I just love your Glasgow accent. You're like, what? But um, it's weird that people from different parts of Scotland, I think, don't like each other's accents, which is... Uh, really bizarre it's bizarre that is bizarre um, but yeah so I, I started and I was terrible at travel because I remember the time the guy that recruited me is like you drive so you're like okay with like, the roads and stuff I'm like mm-hmm, yep <laughs> <laughs> I'm I remember my first morning I was pure sweating I must have needed like um, <laughs> toilet rolls under each arm do you know what I mean like a roll each I was like <laughs> who is it that uses tampons for their shirts there's a guy that uses tampons for his shirts because he sweats so much Oh I my god, that's an head. excellent idea, by the that way. That is a I wish person. I wish I'd known Joe's that for the first time. Is it Joe Swash? Sure, is that a thing? I'm going to Google that. I'll Google that. You keep talking. He's actually a ridiculous person, so that's probably correct. He's <laughs> very funny. Um, but I do remember, like, when I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I remember saying things like, there was three lanes in a dual carriageway and all that. And what else? <laughs> <laughs> so, how, how does this information come through? Is it, I know you, is it, like, kind one, I think, have they got, like, cameras or something you can look at? What's so we, we've got like a system that we go into and it'll tell us like all the accidents and stuff, but really it's up to us to get it. So we've got that. It's not, um, obviously that's just when things happen, it doesn't get reported right away to there. And it's just a case of going on the this, this uh, Traffic Scotland Twitter and the website and stuff, making sure there's no incidents there. Um, and then you've got Google Maps. So, you know, if you go in there, like the traffic map will show you, it'll show up red if there's a queue and stuff. And then just kind of, you can phone the police if there's any bad incidents and you can phone Traffic Scotland as well. But so you need to write your own scripts. There's no wee group of guys driving about in cars and figuring out no, I wish there was. Like, remember, what was it? Is it Eye in the Sky? Eye in the Sky. That's uh, uh, an American thing. We were no, here no. with the Eye in the Sky. Was it a Glasgow one? Aye, because remember, but what age are you guys? Kenish. Gav. I'm, <laughs> I'm 32. I'm 32. You should remember it, Kenny. It's not remember Clyde One had the helicopter, and that's how they used to do their traffic. Nah. Is it eye in the sky or pie in the sky? Please don't put this in. <laughs> no, it doesn't matter whether it is. It's, 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 George, it's, George, it doesn't know what it is. <laughs> Imagine having our own George. My God, George. <laughs> oh my God, take pie in the sky or I'll die. <laughs> no. no. Right, so here we'll go back to something very embarrassing. So I don't know if you know, because I, I don't. Do you know Holby City? Uh huh. I know of Holby City. The guy, the guy who, the guy, the actor Ben Hull. Ben Hull. <laughs> ben Hull. Well, H. No. He wears sanitary towels. Under his well, it's not. I was wondering because you did say tampons. I wear sanitary towels. Hi, but sanitary towels, tampons, man. I, I'm a guy. Sure, no, 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 no. You can't say that, like, because you said a tampon. Now a tampon is like this size, and when it expands, probably you could know more than that by that. So I was thinking that well, that would fall out, and I did think you meant a sanitary towel, but I didn't. Apologies. Let me call him it. Glad you corrected yourself. That's actually you a genius idea. There you go. Is that weird, the one it. 
It would be a wee bit awkward if one like pure made its way out or something. You'd be like, oh no, <laughs> creeping up your sleeve. <laughs> exactly. I thought you just fell out your shirt there, mate. What's that? No, <laughs> no your business, mate. Just oh, keep talking to me. It's a thing to put under your arms as well. You're using two at a time. Expensive. And they are not. They are not. They're a luxury. They should be free. Yeah, they should be free. They should oh, be free, mate. Something yeah. that I feel totally. Yeah, I absolutely just I think how are we still living in this day and age and people don't no. have you know the access to basic things like that, but they're so expensive. It's it's disgusting. Yeah. Because it's super expensive. Man. It should be in the same line. Like if you go to the doctors for paracetamol, it should be similar to that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you should just have a, a supply. Yeah, a lot of the unis have started doing so. Um, I know that Glasgow Uni have got them all free in the toilets, so oh, they've got tampons and sanitary pads, and that made me so. I was like, maybe so joyful. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, that's nice. Do you know what I mean? It's nice. That to is see a nice wee that... thing to do, right? Uh huh. Hundred percent. Oh man, we're going to be nice. <laughs> it'll be a nice tangent about sanitary <laughs> tampons. <laughs> yes. Yes. Right, so we all agree. It should be free. <laughs> nice. Should be free. Nice. Oh, yes, exactly. Right. So, so moving from Clyde two to Clyde mm-hmm. one. How you've kind of touched on how that came about, um, but I just talked to us about it. Don't I? Just I wanted. I just started doing more cover work for them. Um, whenever someone was off, they were like, "Ali, can you can you do this? Can you do you mind jumping in the studio?" And I was like, "No." And I kind of got to know them a wee bit better. And I think every time I went on, I really enjoyed it. And I think they could hear that. Um, at first, it was always just traffic and travel because radio is quite um, weird. Whereas, if you're not known to the audience, they would never just put you on out the blue, really, unless you were going to start doing something. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? So, they would always say, like, obviously, I wasn't known, so they'd be like, Who's this? And why is she chatting away? Uh-huh. And then, obviously, as I got like more shifts and stuff, I started to. I don't know, the game more responsibility. <laughs> such power comes such responsibility. <laughs> I know. Um, Spider-Man of Glasgow, you are. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I just started doing more stuff for them. And then, obviously, I started doing demos. I was, I was just terribly lazy with them. I just wish I was more of a get-up-and-go person. But this is helping me be a wee bit more like that. Um, right, this podcast does help loads of people. Like, it really does. No, well, that's Christ. exactly what I meant when I was saying this. <laughs> <laughs> it's all thanks to a marriage podcast. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I just... I, I obviously got my own show and then uh, I super scoreboard came back and I was gutted to know my friends like we don't want the football as <laughs> as well thousands of people do and it's obviously it's brilliant but I still cover that occasionally as well and then a couple of weeks ago they gave me my own show on West FM so I've got my breakfast show now yeah that's right aye. amazing aye. so that's West FM is for it goes out all across Ayrshire and I've never had something that's been mine. Even my Saturday show, it felt like mine, but it wasn't. I was just covering. Yeah, so it's yeah. nice to finally have something that I can do, you know, if I want to have like a wee, I don't know, like quizzes and daft things like that, or I want to have like a wee uh, feature. It feels mm-hmm. like mine, which is really nice. So is, is it you who has like the final say in it then? Like Yeah. Like obviously, we, we don't... Obvi- Within we, reason. Uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's all structured, obviously, you know, when you're, you're going to chat and stuff and... Um, and whatnot, and people go, Can you play this song? Can you play that? You're like, It's not really like that in radio anymore. Do you know what I mean? Um, unless you're doing. back, though. It might. Like, there's no reason for you to. Don't complicate it. Listen, I have to slide two faders up and down, and I'm still terrible at it. <laughs> I remember that was why I just didn't want my own show, because I'm just really not good at the technical side of things at all. And I remember, like, my first, my very first day at Clyde One, I was like pushing the mic fader up dead slowly like this. <laughs> 
and I had a producer with me and he's like what, what are you doing I was like I don't know I, was like, I don't know why I'm being so weird Dan I was like just help me and I remember the first day they for me because I'm, I'm G61 Dan I know I'm like I'm too, po- too posh to push <laughs> oh, oh, oh well done you um, I know you're all day you're all day I, I, I loved I absolutely loved and I still do listen to it like, uh, it's now a podcast obviously here but in Australia there was this uh, kind of are they comedy I don't know Hamish and Andy these two right. guys, Australian guys, they don't know. What they let on is they don't know how to work anything. So they, mm-hmm. they've got another guy, like a producer. He yep. does absolutely everything with the buttons. And he just sit, they just sit and talk. They two just sit, talk, <gasps> kind of shoot it's the, the shit. dream. That so is the dream. Just you just need to keep grinding away and be just being really funny, and eventually you can get somebody. Into well, well, I remember they, they gave me a producer. technical die guys here that would do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I'll take us both right. That's it next Saturday. Aye. Saturday morning, Aye. half past five. See you there. Um, I remember they gave me a producer. <laughs> He's like, yes, they gave no, me a producer. That, no, that's too early. He kind of got that early, man. He's never seen Listen, that time unless he's going home for a night out. That's exactly like, Even though I did it for two years, you never get used to it. Never. Even if it's a, like, I, I don't even know how I'll be if I'll sleep on a Friday night now. Do you know what I mean? It's just bizarre because oh, you think, I'll well, sleep in and I'll miss uh-huh. my show. But I remember they gave me a producer um, for the first couple of shows because I couldn't work the desk. So they phoned me up and they were like, we're going to put you on for Super Scoreboard. And I went, nope, nope, I can't work the desk, so I can't do it. And they went, stop it. Well, we'll give you somebody you know is that right and I thought he was going to be there like the whole time full time and then after three weeks he left me and I was begging him I was screaming profanities at him I'm like don't you walk out this studio <laughs> <laughs> he's like Alison I'll walk on. out with you because I'm not doing this <laughs> and I said to him he's like just remembering you know you've got to you've got to go in and link all your songs so they're all in the system but you've got to link them all make sure they flow nicely and stuff and I'm like, I, can't, I just can't do it. Because you're sweating. And he's like, Ali, just oh, calm man. down. And I look, I like look back and I think, oh, I find that quite easy now. But that's nice. It was supposed to show that you, you overthink things all the time. Like, see that we there's like a meme that does the rounds on um, on Facebook. And it's the wee guy. And he's like three or something. He feels like he's drowning in the sea. And he doesn't want to put his head in. And his mum's like, you can stand up. And he just goes... <laughs> Oh, I am. <laughs> that is like my life. Do you know what I mean? I'm a total overthinker. I hate it. Uh, no, I'm like that as well. Because we, we just, um, over the last maybe month or so, we'd got like new software to edit and stuff like that and add things in, make it a bit, bit more pretty. Um, jazzy. Jazzy, that's what I don't want to say pretty. I love your wee jingle. <laughs> do you like that? My, cousin, my wee cousin made that for us. Yeah, I do. I, I love it. She, she made that herself, eh? You know, the GBX one, right? I don't know. I'll send it to you. Well, I was actually, I was going to make it because like, it's like very dumb. dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Judgy Boy! Get the, <laughs> the remix! <laughs> so I've just realised my face is went like beetroot red because my missus has got the heating on and it's fucking roasting in here. I know I'm roasting as well. I'm actually sweating. I don't know why I thought a dumper was a good choice. Sanitary tills. Sanitary tills. Well, that's it. I'm I've going to call them something to check And obviously, didn't get the memo because you two are red and black. It's just oh, the hoodies. The hoodies. hoodies. Merch. Merch. Uh, I merch. thought they're brilliant. Like, yeah. what? If you don't mind me asking, like, I know you're supposed to be asking me things, but why? Why did you make start making a podcast? If you both, so you're both fitness instructors. We're both qualified PTs. Kenny's right, not okay. PTs, and I don't because mm-hmm. I'm a lazy bastard. Right. Okay. And I'm no fit, so I <laughs> nothing to do with fitness, me. <laughs> No, yeah. so I work in sales and Kenny, Kenny PTs, yeah. I, mean, I used to work in sales for a gym, it's very hard. Podcast. Oh, it doesn't explain it. So Kenny, why do you make a podcast? It was your idea, wasn't it? 
it was my idea, I because <clears throat> uh, just because I pure love Hamish and Andy, I was like, I could talk to people, I can talk uh-huh. shite, like, um, and I put it on Instagram, like, I'd love to do a podcast with MD, mm-hmm. how would I do it? Because I thought I needed a studio, mm-hmm. I didn't really think too much about it, just posted it and then Gav said, I would do a podcast with you, because mm-hmm. I know Gav for college. Mm-hmm. Right. right, okay, and then about three weeks later, lockdown happened, Perfect. and then about another five weeks after that, we, we got mics and Zoom, and we started the podcast. So right. you've only been doing it for a couple of months then? Me? Aye. That's yeah. fab. That is so good. I love that. See folk that just go for it. I've been talking about going for it, making a podcast for the past three years. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> and once every six months, I'm like, would anybody listen to me? And they're like, oh, I definitely. I'm like, brilliant. And then another six months passes, I'm like, I've been thinking about making a podcast. My friends are like, had it. Just do it. Shut <laughs> <Had> it. <laughs> should, how do you know, get on Cassie's? Cassie's got a podcast, isn't she? Casca podcast, but that's with another another girl on the BBC, and they're doing really really well, and I love it. Yeah, um, that you know, I would quite like my own. Or I've got a friend Nikki that's into stuff like that. She's very funny. She's got a she's got a dating. She's writing a book all about dating and all her. Um, I would say endeavors, but it's more like miss endeavors and all the really naughty stuff, Ooh. which I just love. But that's what I would like a podcast with like nothing that's off limits. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Aye. That's what I've always said. I'd love a wee, like late night radio show where you can get away with doing bad things Dude, and all that, but it just would never happen. Well, that was that was the kind of main thing we were saying. Like, we don't want to. No, no, that we're too lazy to edit. We're not. But I don't uh-huh. want to edit things. I want to leave. See, see, it's probably you can probably relate to. So way. too lazy to edit, Gavin. No, <laughs> <that's laughs> nice. that's so bad. Guys, I mean, I just don't want to. I just cannot. <laughs> but I, I can relate it to like radio, right? See, if I listen to a radio show and somebody makes a pure cock up. I love that. I think that's I brilliant. Like, it's funny as fuck. So I'm very somebody. like that as well. And then I often ask myself if I'm a bad person because of that, Gavin. No, well, no. I'm, I'm a bad <laughs> bastard as well. <laughs> what, um, like, see, last week when you was done the breakfast show, mm-hmm. you caught the tail end of it and you was like, oh, we'll never get to do this again because we've mm-hmm. made a pure mess it. Did you make a mess it? No. We were just thinking that. We were just kidding. No. But we were just like, no, just for the carnage. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I think, yeah, was... no, we, we did really well. But see, to be honest, we just a, have a laugh. There's a, a website, Radio Fail. You heard of that? Radio Fail. Oh my God, don't say that. Don't say that. You're not going to play something that I've done. No, no, it's not. That's all right. It is not. Oh my God. I was like, oh. See, when you reached towards the camera, then I was like, oh no, don't go. She's like, I'm like, okay, right, this conversation's over, guys. I think I might heard of it now you've said it. Is it all the is it all their feels? Is it really just bad? Just the feels that are on the radio. I. Do you know what I've had some feels quite recently. All right, what happened? They said the f bomb on air. <laughs> You'll never know mm. true fear until you nearly do something like that. You have never felt your blood rush right away from your head. If I had a set of balls, I think it would drain from them because it's hey, horrendous. If, it's, if, it, if you've not got a dump button. I don't know how to work that right. Oh, see, this is where I pure love like this is the insights of radio because Hamish and Andy are like, there's 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 a little there's a little delay a, thing. A dump, hi. But then you've got to remember that I went into like I went into doing my own shows through lockdown. I didn't have we weren't allowed to be with people, so I didn't have to, I didn't have like, you know, people there to pro- to treat like obviously I had a producer yeah. and stuff. But these are the things that I forgot to ask, which I'm going to put on my list. Ask <laughs> about <laughs> <laughs> because, <laughs> uh, There was one time this in the Hamish and Andy show. Hamish is the kind of fast and loose guy, and Andy's pure proper OCD. Uh-huh. And he tries to push him to the edge to get Jack 
the producer who pushes the buttons to dump something uh-huh. and he just starts swearing and he's like watch we'll, we'll need to dump that and he's like I'll be fine uh-huh. and he does it again he goes Jack dump that dump that and he, like, <laughs> but he says they're playing it to you uh-huh. like, I wonder what the dump button is but so do you Ali you wonder what the dump button is I, yeah, I wonder know. what the dump button is as well thought, when you say dump button it just means as if you're needing a shy or something like I press the dump button and it, like, there's too much minutes. jobby chat and that's the third time Jeez. Sorry, can't talk on air. I am away 42. Um, <laughs> no, I, there is, there's a delay one that you can because I know that they've had to do it. I mean, obviously, look at Super Scoreboard and some of the people they got on there. I think they're, you know, obviously they'll chat to them a wee bit before they go live and stuff, but there's always a risk that you could just get someone that's going to come on and be like, ah, uh-huh. I can't, honestly, I mean, the fear is, is terrible when you think you've done something or you think, or you leave something in an edit and you think, oh my God, what else have I left in that edit? Whereas, I mean, there was some down recently and he swore and stuff. It's just, it's, oh, it's a shame. But then you think people are only human. Yeah. Who, 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 who speaks? So, uh, Alison Super Scoreboard most nights if I'm leaving oh. work. Um, uh-huh. And who, who speaks to them? Is it a producer maybe or somebody in the background speaking to uh, them saying, listen, you're going to go on air, don't swear, yep. all that kind of stuff, right? Okay. Yep. So they've got yeah. the presenters, they've got the... Um, well, not the presenters, the pundits, uh-huh. and they've got the presenter, and then they've got a producer that works for it. Because there's a lot of work that goes on behind the scenes in Super Scoreboard. Mm. Like a, a show is always structured, and for somebody, that's what I was saying earlier. For someone just listening in, they would never think about that. I certainly didn't ever think there was any. Um, what's the right word? There was structure. any kind of method. There was any method oh, to radio, yeah. but of course there is. Oh, so that's what that's what makes it good, though. Do you know what I mean? Because you yep. you don't even realise that there's a structure to it. No, but it's all uh, quite intricately when you think about it. You need to think about how you're actually going to do it and how it's going to link, and then you go by hour. Like you, you maybe if you're like an hour in, then you need to reset sort of thing. If someone's just joined you because they wouldn't know who you yeah, were or what you were talking about, so it's yeah. a lot more to think about it. But yeah, there's always um, things going on behind Super Scoreboard, like behind the scenes, and the pundits are all lovely. Like I remember, I was so terrified when I first started covering for Clyde One Travel in the afternoon because in the last hour. Because um, you would do your last travel at like 6.40, I think it is. And you would need to go into the studio with all the pundits. And obviously my dad's like, oh, it's magic. It's magic, Hen. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to ask uh, Hugh Evans for his autograph. And I'm like, no, Dad, I'm not doing any of that. Do you know what I mean? I'm just going um, to say, Hugh Evans, he sounds like he's got a peg in his nose sometimes, eh? Talks oh, he does. He's got a funny voice, doesn't he? I love Hugh always brilliant. See, like, I don't know them, so it was only ever from doing that, but they were always dead friendly, like, when you went in or whatever, you'd chat away to you. But they're all talking about football, and I'm just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to inform people about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, like, you do that and you laugh, right? The first time that I went in, I used to go in with a little piece of paper and I'd written down my travel, and they were like, Ali, what if an accident comes in? I was like, I'm not taking any questions. <laughs> <laughs> like, everybody else has a laptop. I was like, again? Don't. No questions. <laughs> I used to just like, scribble things down. I'd like M seventy seven. Do you know what I mean? Aye. Everything's fine, guys. See you later. <laughs> just duck it. But it gaff, oh, did, did no I, comment on doing that. Did I ever tell you I'd done the the five key minute? Oh my goodness! Oh, did you win it? I, I remember. I, I remember. Can I, can I just get a wee glass of juice? I'll be back. Go for it. We'll talk. I, right. I, 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 didn't, I, I remember. See when you were talking about it there and the whole structure. I phoned, I phoned up. I, I was here four, four days in the trot. Can and, I? Uh, on you go. On you go. Sorry, sorry I was just going to say because I remember listening. Me and Sammy were in the car, and I, I was dr- not. Were you? I swear to God, and I was driving. Uh, I remember when I was driving. I was driving by Huggerfield Lock, and uh, 
and it said like I put it on because I used to listen to it every morning and work because I was like I'm going to phone that one day I'm fucking telling you I'm going to do it aye, aye. and I uh, never done it obviously but uh, I, remember, done it. I remember driving by Huntingfield uh, Lock and it was like like Kenny or whatever and then afterwards and you you messaged me or you'd message yeah. into a chat ah, you said like I've just done or you told me like, or you put it on Facebook I can't remember you done something and I was like no fucking way was that you I've just sat and listened to you and I didn't even recognise your uh, voice I, 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 <laughs> of it sounds so different anytime I'm on the radio it just sounds so different like, oh yes uh, uh, <laughs> it's me Kenny for, for the drum uh, <laughs> let me answer the, I know the questions <laughs> uh, I'm, still, I'm still Kenny from the drum <laughs> I, I don't know the answers to any of your questions <laughs> but, so how did you sorry you were saying that you went on the 5k minute I How'd you go on? Three. See, it's the pressure. I was was politics questions and stuff. I feel like I get kind of done over a wee bit. I remember my wee friend Chris went on once. It wasn't the 5K minute. He was on West FM, actually. He got through to their quiz. And they get get near near 5K, did they? I think, I can't remember what it was. Um, But he went on that and they asked him, like, what food is typically eaten at night time that's said to give you nightmares? And he Jeez. said toast. <laughs> and I never let him live it down because he's from that way. So he'd been trying to phone up for days to go on. He was so excited. I'm like, you're going to fuck up. What is the colour black in French? Noir. Well done. Well done Alison. Oh. I got that right. I knew that. Mm-hmm. I remember the other two now because... I've buried that whole I, I, so I used to listen I, I'd left the gym Ali for like a, about a year and I went mm-hmm. down recruitment and um, we used to listen in the office every single morning it was always quite one we'd always put on the 5k minute and then there was, a, there was always the cash register so we always right. we always to enter the cash register and then we would always say right we're going to phone the, the 5k minute and then when the radio came on at, I think it was at, was at 9 o'clock mm-hmm. 5k minute and we used to all oh no no well, no it's just after 8 it was after eight, right? So we used yep. to all, we used to all gather in the, the radio and we'd be like, right, <laughs> right. And then some, some days, we, like most days, we've got like seven or eight between us though. There was like five people. Aye. Um, we're like, right, we can do this. And how, we were like, right, who's going to be the typer when somebody's on Google? Like, how fast can you type and all that kind of stuff? But we never It's no, it's no like that, but Gav, because no. see if you're on the phone. The pressure just gets to you all of a sudden and you're like, oh my God, you can't even remember your own name, let alone uh, a question. Uh, not it's just because also the whole, like, the delay between the phone and the actual radio mm-hmm. is so different because there used to be three years that worked together, me, Marty and Matthew and Marty went home at some time. I don't know why, he's the pure intelligent man, he knows everything. <laughs> so Matthew was standing at, at his radio and I'm on the phone and they're like, you can't just stand next to a radio. And I'm like, yep. oh, that's me, man. Pure legs taken away from me. And I'm passing. And then he's just hearing the question. He's like, what are you doing? And I'm like, only get a minute, mate. Like, <laughs> uh, your teamwork doesn't quite work there. Uh, no, I know. Because yeah, that's no. what they always need to say. If you're beside your radio, like move away from it. Get away. Uh, uh-huh. 100%. And you can't have it on loudspeaker either. But there you go. But I've never I've never been on when someone's won it. I would love to be on when somebody's actually like won. Why, why are you not allowed to do that when George is off? Is it just all George's toys and... If he's not there, you're only playing. Oh, no, no, no. Like, no, no, we still do it, but I just mean nobody, nobody's won it when I've covered the oh. 5K. The 5K, yeah, minute, like nobody's won it. That'd be amazing. Because we, still, we did it every day last week, but it's just the pressure, like, proper gets the people. So I think something, did someone not win it this week? Well, it's terrible. I should be listening, but I'm... I'm going to end it at the morning, right? Can you do a wee turn? I swear to God, <laughs> I had a penny. 
for every time that somebody said that or the bloody cash register my wee wee janitor my work right he listens to me and he phoned me the other day went I have heard about that cash register I heard you talking about it and I said oh that's good Jim and he went I might enter it you know I went oh that's good you should enter it Jim how did I do it I said well you obviously want to listen to me then (laughs) and then I told him another text that's me entered at hen. I'm like, right, okay, Jim. Wink emoji. I'm not <laughs> I think it was like 50 grand that day. I was like, I don't have the power. Right. I, just I would fucking enter it if I knew I was winning 50 grand. <laughs> For two the next day, hi, Ali, I did not win. I'm like, I'm, you didn't win, Jim. The guy that does the script for the, the cash register comes to the village as well. He's a member. The guy uh, that does the script for the I all the scripts for the for the cash register. Who is that? He, That's terrible. David something. He's not been in the office though, because oh. you, you go to you go to Clay Bank, didn't you? You go to Clay Bank uh, office. He works from home just now. Is it in fact, not my office? Right, we'll, we'll talk don't put, don't put this information. in. I don't put don't put this in, but um Oh come on, we need to actually edit it. Let's just not talk about it. I know. <laughs> let's just not talk about it. Right. Hang, hang on afterwards, let's, let's know. <laughs> Aye, let's do that. Let's talk about um, first show in Clyde One. It was on the fourteenth of March. There you go. Is that is that true? Your first show. That, that, that International Women's Day. Could have been. Could have been. Could have tell you. Yeah. Sure <laughs> was. Right. So talk us through. What's all about? Was that? Oh, that's terrible. The I first solo that. one that was, it was on your show. You put it on uh-huh. the mate. Come on. Yeah. Oh, so that would have been that would be my first um, my first lockdown one. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's my mum's birthday. And then I couldn't go and drop it off to her because we were told we weren't allowed to. We know, but back then you didn't know how you could transmit COVID. And yeah. my mum and dad, my mum's type 2 diabetic. My dad doesn't keep well all the time. So I was terrified. And I remember I had to keep her birthday present. So you're right. I remember. Mm-hmm. What's, the, what's, the, what's the prep like for it then? So what sort of things do you need to kind of run by? What did you write down in your wee, your wee scribbles? I just um, had stories from the week. Like, you, if you see a funny story, like, you've got to do relevant stuff. So all the stuff that does the rounds on Facebook, you know, you'll see, like, ridiculous stories. I love, you know, telling them, getting people's reactions from them and stuff. So you'll maybe try and do, like, within, like, an hour, you'll have, you know, a wee personal story from you or from your week or something maybe that's happened to you or something you want to talk about, you want to use a topic out of it. And then you'll maybe get another story that's been relevant. Um, I can't even remember what I used in my first show. It's all a blur. I think I just wrote down funny things that had happened to me because I wanted to keep it. Mm-hmm. I remember it was a weird time, you know, when this all started and everybody was scared and nobody knew what was happening. And the last thing I wanted to go on, well, the last thing I wanted to do was to go on and be dead somber and stuff. I was like, nah, this has got to be yeah, dead upbeat. Yeah. It's a Saturday show. Yeah, I don't yeah, really yeah, want to... Yeah. I don't want to talk about all that. Obviously, we had to do the government warnings and stuff when they were in, um, but I didn't want to spend time doing that because I remember somebody was like, oh, can you thank thank my friend? She's an undertaker. She's having a really bad time. I'm like, no. Like, I, 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 your friend is a key worker doing an amazing job, and I don't mean it like that. I'm not taking anything away, but I want yeah. to keep this yeah. really lighthearted. Yeah. So I just remember telling all my ridiculous stories. Um, I, that was, I think, the thong one. I think I told that in the first where <laughs> that was. I was maybe staying. I was maybe staying with my pal, and I ended up not staying. So I, I took my clothes back in for the boot. I put them in my boot for some reason, and my thong had caught on that wee bit of the boot, and I didn't realise. So I drove from Govan <laughs> to the radio. 
right? Oh, then no. from the radio to the West End of Glasgow with a thong <laughs> hanging out of my car boot, and it was horrendous. <laughs> and I always think I'm going to be on YouTube somewhere with my actual registration. I was going to say, you're lucky people didn't know your registration because you'd be all it was a terrible, like, I wear ridiculous pants. My mum's all saying it was disgusting. I remember saying it like any guy would have been like, and um, so yeah. But I remember telling that story. Uh, other stories, I can't remember. But you just, you just prep and you uh, do things that feel natural. We, like we I'll have... write down, I'll write down now if I'm, you know, I see out with my friends, I don't see them now. But if we're zooming and I'll say, give me your funny stories. Just oh, steal them. You steal them. Oh, absolutely. Like, my friends are never safe. Like, I remember once my friend, I'm sure my friend said that she was off sick, right? Um, and she was actually in America. And I didn't know that she hadn't told people. So I'm like, Lumpy's living it up in Florida. Then five minutes later, I get a text. She's like, I swear to God, Alison. She's like, just remember that you're on a glide oh She's like, stop naming me. I haven't told people I'm in America. I was like, She's like, my oh. uncle from from um, wherever just texted me and told me that you're on the radio spilling the, the beans about where oh I am. I was like, I'm so sorry. Jesus. I know you oh. sometimes probably would forget how, how big a platform it is, wouldn't you? Oh, like, I don't, like, I don't like, I don't like to think of it like that. Like, yeah. I like to just go on and you just chat as if you're chatting to your pal. Aye. 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 I remember it's pretty because then it feels natural, doesn't it? Uh-huh, yeah. yeah. We had, um, one of our earlier episodes, we had, we had Des Clark on. Um, oh, Des is lovely. And, I've met him and, once. Oh, he's a great guy. And we, we yeah. had, um, I remember saying to him, like, see when you hear the stories on the radio, like, I thought it was, like, made up shite because some of the stuff you're like, that surely didn't happen. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Uh-huh. But and he was like, no, it's it's all genuine because people, people, especially in Glasgow, can tell when you're talking shite. I, I always think that. I think you can always tell when somebody's being really genuine fibbing <laughs> yeah uh-huh. you can smell it a mile off but then again you are nervous like when I'd never done it before and you're trying to tell a story sometimes you get yourself a wee bit flustered or you'll forget like I've had to like everything every single thing scripted when I started I'd be like one day I was going to <laughs> and then then you might take your eyes off the paper and then put them back down and be like yeah. Like not remember where where you went. I, I do that every single podcast. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! Like that. <laughs> oh, you've done it once. I'm bad for that as well. Gav, Gav, see before Ali came on, were you scared to ask if you'd done panto? No, because he done it with Des. He done it with Des, and then you say something about somebody else. Shut up, Kenny, man. Oh, is it? No, I didn't. I've never done panto. No, no. no. So, Ali, um, see when you Google you, that's the second time he comes up saying panto, saying that you've done not you, but somebody and Ali Wright's done panto. Eh? So when we had that, I was scared to do it because I thought <laughs> panto's a bit of a mad. Everybody with every name under the sun's done panto, so. I'll just no ask. <laughs> no, I've um, never. But that's the thing, nobody knows me, so everyone will be like, who the hell is Ali Mike? I'm thinking, who is this imposter? <laughs> no, well, it's not an imposter, it's just somebody else. Somebody talk somebody about else. it. Oh. But basically, I when, when we had Des on, I had read an article, right? And it was like a BBC <laughs> News article. So I thought, we were doing a research, and I had done a wee bit of research on Des, and I thought, oh, I'm going to get all these fun facts about him that he probably died. So I said, panel, I know he's done panel. So I said, uh-huh. you done your first panel when you were... I was at a seven or eleven year old, and you were in Cinderella, and he just went, "No," I was like, oh, "Fuck!" <laughs> no, he didn't. He was a, he was a, he was a good sport. He ran me, uh, but I was like, "Oh fuck!" Just swallow me right now because I was like, "Fucking fuck this." Oh, up. I think if you are interviewing something, you get it wrong, and they maybe don't like Des is nice, so he would tell you, and he wouldn't be bothered about exactly. it. But 
I can imagine the, the fear that would go through you if they just oh. went, no, you'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> That's so funny. But how, how is um, how is managing, because your other, your other job that you've got, um, you're a secretary, is that right? Well, I put that, but I'm really just a That's sort nice. of finance assistant. Right, so, but I mean, it takes a, a, a fair level of concentration, I'd imagine. So, how, how do you... <laughs> <laughs> is that, is that one of my fuck up servers? <laughs> um, no. how, how is managing two sort of jobs? One maybe takes a lot more concentration than the other, but like you said, like you came to Friday and you're like, I'm fucking exhausted here. Yeah. Well, I did it for two years and then I realised I couldn't, I couldn't keep doing that. Um, and in an ideal world, if I, you know, if I was with somebody and I could maybe just pursue the radio on its own, that would have been great. But at the time, yeah. I wasn't in a position to. Now it's a lot more relaxed. So if I do have a couple of weeks coming up where I need to do the two jobs, I'm, I'm used to it. Do you know what I mean? I've just kind of been like, right, I know how to, you know, make sure that I'm not knackered and not kind of burning the candle at both ends. And I just kind of like, I was knacking on my lunch break last week. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I got oh, to yeah. one and I'm like, oh. but we're working from home, so the pressure's <laughs> off a wee tiny bit. They don't know if I'm in my jammies all day, which most days I am, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 100%. Why would you not be? <laughs> no, no, it's no. terrible. But you know, there's something, there's something mentally though, when you get up and you actually get ready, you are more productive. Oh, yeah. Um, and I don't do that, so that's why I'm not. But yeah, no, I'm not the best secretary and all that. I just I was good at admin. and I kinda fell into it. Um and then I got, you know, I grew up and got a mortgage and all that. So it's, it's weird that, to see see when you think you hear somebody on the radio, you think they must be loaded, man. Oh, yeah. somebody, anybody in the radio think what a life they must have. Welcome to my flat in Govan. <laughs> um, there's there's lovely parts in Govan. Um but no well, I mean I'm certainly not, do you know what I mean? I I do cover work and stuff but I love that when people think that you're you're absolutely minted, you're like, oh, You do, no. you think that, that's what you think. You do, yeah. So, so did you hear somebody like, I on, on, see, even see somebody on TV, they just made an appearance on a show and you're like, oh my God, like, you're no. living a high life and you're like, no. <laughs> I love oh, it when God. like, because sometimes Amy McDonald will come in at the studio if she's doing oh, a show or whatever. And oh, she's brilliant. And she drives in and she's got some, oh my God. She's got she, she, she loves, I, she loves cars, Jesus, but she's a car enthusiast, don't she? So she I'll, um, I'll drive, I'll park beside her, my wee Corsa, like, <laughs> yeah, Corsa's a Corsa Just give myself really in there. red. Is that one It's caused me no end of problems, honestly, let me tell you. Right, here's a wee question for you, right? So, I die. Right, I'm just going with it. What's your favourite show on Clyde One, right? If you were a listener, what would you think you would listen to the most? What, the song right now? Yeah. Probably Breakfast. The Breakfast, the Breakfast show. Aye, I think so. I mean, I don't have like, those like, like a favourite or whatever, but it's just, there's just a carry on. Whenever I listen Aye. to it, it's just mental. Like they, they always come up with really good ideas. Like even, I don't know if you saw my video of me doing the slosh. I did see I that, that. I and it's got like 70,000 views so I'm like to all my pals listen I'm a wee bit too famous for you now I'm, <laughs> need to I'm like going forward to I cut, cut out of this friendship group I'm like I really need to decide like you're such an idiot just start like, if but, you're a group admin in your group chat just start eliminating losers just oh I would never have such cut power my friends would probably cut me out but the other bit it divided like I did it wrong right and I, I was like I'm the slosh I can do this right and then obviously I did it wrong so I was getting like a barrage of people going that's oh, not right no. she's not doing it and she's not putting my <laughs> left heel to your left and I'm like oh whatever I'm just oh, having fun yeah, and people are taking this so seriously but I, I, like I remember I was speaking to the producer and Cassie in a group and um, I sent a wee voice note and I went, I said, it's the 
fucking slosh. And do you know what I mean? And then he went, that's going on there. And I went, oh, don't. And then they bleeped <laughs> it out and they played it like yesterday morning, I think it was. Oh, it was like off like, and bleeped out. I was like, my God, oh, that no. actually just sounds like me on a total rant. <laughs> <laughs> so I the, I just like the way it's dead fast paced and fast moving and you don't have a second. Things are just kind of given to you. You've got to pick them up and just run with it. It's a dead fun show. Uh, that is, that is, it definitely is. But, uh, and obviously, getting to work because I've been working in the gym, I haven't heard any radio in, in ages. That's it. Like radios, yeah, you do. You'll go through weeks where you don't listen, and then somebody will say something, and you'll be like, "Oh, I've not listened this week." Same yeah, with the cash register, because I mean, everybody was tuning in every day to hear the cash register to make sure they they got it. Aye. It's, well. a very, it's a very smart way to do it, isn't it? Like, oh, uh -huh, yeah. Tune in and you'll make one fifty grand. Everybody's like, oh. Can you, can you imagine how gutted you'd be if you didn't hear it and then they phoned you? But like, see, oh. see the amount of people who don't answer the phone. I know, I know. During the lockdown, there was like four or five days in the trot. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, lockdown? you're not doing, you're, like, you're not doing anything else anyway. Uh -huh. <laughs> probably, they're probably better in online for free. Pissed as a fart. Have you guys actually been on furlough then? We went on furlough for in fact, right. was, uh, the gym's opened on the thirty first of August. Uh huh. So that's when you but you were on you were, we were on furlough from yeah. like March. Aye. aye. <gasps> so what great. were you doing during lockdown? That's in drinking. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good though. Like a wee proper food. I didn't even think of that earlier when you said about lockdown. I didn't think I, you would obviously not have been working because it's um, the gym. Uh, but that's not so good. Well. But it was it was great. It was a great opportunity for us, like to to proper get stuck. Because at one point we were we were doing four podcasts a week, Kenny. Mm -hmm. That's so Because like, I wondered when you said you'd only been doing it for a couple of months, and I look back and you've got what did you say this was thirty five? Thirty five, yeah. There you go. And it just shows you put your mind to it. Aye. You've got a wee bit of free time. Aye. We've been, we've been to keep doing it though. It's the thing with, with shifts in it. It's difficult. But. Oh, it's difficult now, but it's still we're still doing it, you know. So, <laughs> but we enjoy it as well. That's it. That's the thing. Like. Obviously, they were saying worst case scenario that comes from this is we get to chat to my mate, with interesting a guest, people, and interesting people, mates, and just and that's it. They're like, well, that's that's what we're willing to do. So, and if people like it, then see, see, great. see, we clicked one. Do you know how many people are listening? To you? Do you know how many people listen? Uh, so at, at that moment, or is it after? That? <laughs> I love it when you ask me technical things. I'm like, oh no. Um, there's a thing called. Uh, thing. That's, a, that's an interesting you, thing. No, no, you get like. Um, Rajar, like is it month? Is like quarterly, I think, like Rajar um, meetings, and that's how they measure all their listeners. Um, and then you can tell. I would need to go back and look at it because I'm terrible with all the numbers and all that. Just, but um, it would be. But it would be, yeah, yeah. So you can see um, on average how many listeners you had, and that's pretty good. It, it, it's going to be interesting to see what it's been like over lockdown. Aye. Mm. What if, what if, see, like, you know, it's quarterly, can they dive into it like, and imagine that week you and Cass they were on for the breakfast show, they were through the roof, they like, oh no, George is lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if they could be that thorough. <laughs> Maybe I'll just sabotage it and I'll hack the computers so it goes off the, off the chart. Aye, off the charts. There was 30 million people listening that week. Like, oh my God, there was not even that many that? in Scotland. I'd be like, well, <laughs> the app, the app, they're listening on the app. It's overseas, isn't it? That's what they're doing. But, but, um, so, what else are you interested in? Like, which are the interesting hobbies? I need the theatre. Uh, just kind of the theatre yeah. stuff. Eh? 
I, I don't really obviously we, my theatre company stopped as well so I haven't done any of that in ages I do like the odd wee bit of singing as well um, but yeah you're a good singer like you're a proper good singer I'm an okay singer I'm a theatre singer so when people go oh my god she sings like they expect like a pure big Adele voice or something I'm like oh no uh-huh. it's not like that um, but yeah like it's 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 an okay voice it's a wee voice it's there it's still bad that's, that's also a Scottish thing seeing you're a good singer pure modest like, I'm alright then you break out as fucking and the whole on a Saturday. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Did you see the girl that done that? That's what she done the whole shoe bar. She was no. she was in the she was on the radio, she was on Clyde One. Who? Uh, uh, somebody recorded her singing what was she singing? This is how this is Gav, I've done it, man. I should never okay. done this. Um she ended up on uh, Clyde One. She was like, Oh, I just my pal videoed it and I didn't expect it to get the response it's got, and um, she was a she was a professional singer though. I need to Google it. Makes sense. I Google it because I might. Is it somebody that I know? Is it Lisa maybe? I don't know who. who, There's loads of amazing singers that I know, like through teaching and all that, and I just like, oh my goodness, they're absolutely immense. I always wonder, like, see when you hear a proper good singer or a musician, you think, why have you not made it? Like. Because you like, I'm not bringing anybody down here, but when you listen to somebody like Cheryl Cole, for example, right? She's not the best singer, like, she's a maybe a performer and she's this, she's not got the best voice. And then you have somebody who's like fucking amazing, and you think, what's the difference between them making it and you making Sometimes it? Sometimes I think it's just a lucky break, and uh, especially yeah. in the industry, it is. See, the person you're talking about, Kenny, is it red music? I don't know. She sang never enough. She sung it in yeah, the shoe That's uh, um oh, I don't know her, but she she was in so red, red singing yes. at the whole shoe bar. Oh, she is absolutely phenomenal. Like I've followed her no. for years. She's absolutely amazing. Can you like, imagine oh. you were following her up in the horseshoe bar, right? We've got Lisa or whatever on him and then right, gather up you come. Aye. How about <laughs> no, I know, I'd be like not tonight, people. <laughs> just let her just, just, just I hate karaoke, but I really, I really don't like karaoke. I love karaoke. I could three or four gins. No, the only time that I do karaoke is when I'm absolutely trolled. Like I'm not gonna lie, that that is when I'll do it because I'll think that I'm amazing the next day I honestly want to die. But um I no, I don't I get dead nervous. No, I don't like it at all. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, my wee girl got christened. We, we went out, we went to the horseshoe bar, and uh, Paul's pals were like, right, we need to carry on out there. And uh, oh, did you? We got up, and it was, aye. Oh. And it was like, it was like a song, and it was me and Paul's pal, and it wasn't a duet, it wasn't like a two person song. <laughs> so I'm just on there with a mic like that. Like, what's the point of me being here? Like, <laughs> this, and did you, did you sing both up. parts? There was no two parts. It was it was a it was a, a single person song, and I just stood like backup singer. Like, uh, I can't even remember the song. It was two people on stage. It was a <laughs> single person song. So when you were up there, you were like, what, "What am I actually doing?" I was, that's yeah. what I thought. I was like, "This is this is stupid." And I'm like, "That would make like, am I like?" But you should have owned that as a backing singer, though, Kenny. You should have been like, I am I here and I am make, going to make a purpose for this. Yeah. Also, like in, in karaoke, I always feel like it's the same songs. Oh, like you're always going to get like somebody with a mic like, I'm loving angels. And then you wait for the wee bit and they don't get it. It's like, I'm through it. Oh, oh, oh. And you're like, oh. 
Sit in your arse, mate. Come on. <laughs> uh, no, my, my first um, karaoke experience was my brother used to stay in Camus Lang, and there was a wee pub there called the Newton Arms. Uh-huh. It was, it's a great pub, like, but they had karaoke every like Friday or Saturday night. And we were in there, and my brother's wife went to the toilet, mm-hmm. and she came back, and she, we didn't know she'd done this. So she went up to the guy and said, Oh, giving him the big slip. Uh-huh. Gavin and Stephen, get them up uh, to sing. So we were like, can Gavin and Stephen come up uh, and sing? And it was Summer Loving. So it was a duet for, it's for Greece. It's always Summer Loving. It's always Summer Loving. So uh-huh. we started and I'm like, Who's gonna who's gonna sing the guy voice? So I started singing <laughs> I started singing John Travolta and then my brother was like put on this like wee fucking woman's voice trying try to sing the woman's uh, part. So your brother would have been like seven eleven. Especially as well, it's definitely helped, but I'll carry okay on. I'll 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 don't get me wrong, I love it if I'm absolutely wrecked. If I'm sober and I hate when people are out, they're like, sing, 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 Ali. I'm like, oh, 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 no. Fuck off. <laughs> Pure cringy. Pure cringy, innit? If you're sober, but if you're not, if you're so, exactly, you're it's one of those things you're enjoying I think it. you need to do. But I admire people that love karaoke and just get up yeah. when they're totally stone cold sober. I could not do that. No right. way. Anyway, I know. Madness. <laughs> Gav, <laughs> you can ask the mad pickled question. Sorry, Ali, this is like the most random question that we've mm-hmm. ever asked on this podcast. And right. I was on Twitter, right? Uh-huh. Uh, I was in work on my break, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was on Twitter and uh, I was looking through and I seen somebody posted about um, they now do battered pickled onions like battered pickles oh yeah I saw that the other day uh-huh. oh my god so I was like oh I wonder what Ali's favourite takeaway would be so favourite oh my god favourite takeaway what like mental takeaway or just normal takeaway well, what would you order if you had a go to what would you get oh I love a chasney Chasney. Oh, I love an Indian takeaway. Love a Chasney. Like I'm a a proper love Indian food, but it's funny because when I was younger, I worked in an Indian takeaway, right? You're the voice. Is that your voiceover? I'm like, I can't even remember the name of the place. It's totally off his rocker as well. But um, uh, so I worked there and I didn't know at that time that I liked Indian food. Right. So at the end of every night, he used to ask, and obviously I was still living at home, so my dad would be like, bring us home stuff, and I was like, no, because I don't like it. So I just used to, to eat the ice cream, right? we sold ice cream as well, so every night I would take home Hunter's ice cream, and then one week he didn't phone me to give me my shifts, and I says, what's going on? And he went, you ate too much of the ice cream. You <laughs> <laughs> sacked for ice cream eating? <laughs> you must be at it, right? I never, I never get asked back. But back then, you, you know, we couldn't go run to HR. Back then, it was just like, all right, okay, that's fine. It's my Saturday job. What about my contracted hours? Uh, Aye, exactly. And um, but I didn't know that I liked spicy food. And then years later, I tried somebody's curry, and I'm like, oh my god, that is delicious. And I was like, do you know what? It's probably as well because I would have been a wee barrel. Do you know what I mean? Every night, but I had like Chasney's coming out my ears and stuff. So do you, do you like like proper spicy stuff, or do you just no, like not at all. Oh, no, no, I'm, 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 I'm no, I'm a bit of a shit bag when it comes to stuff like that like I like a corn I like all the mild stuff like butter that's, that's chicken my, my girlfriend like, yeah, she, that's what uh-huh. she's like. like all the fat stuff that's really bad for you <laughs> although I like a, I like a lamb is it a lamb dinner lamb dinner's nice lamb dinner lamb dinner what's both of your favourite how spicy would you go how spicy oh no I'm saying I'm an absolute crap bag no I can't do it I bought is it is it sriracha? Is that what you call it? Sriracha. 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 Uh-huh. I just want to put another R in it. Um, but I bought that the other day because I'd had it in a restaurant um, or a cafe a few weeks ago. 
and I loved it on like my toast and avocado. I sound so oh, oh, so oh, West End there. Eh? Oh, <laughs> I don't eat things like that. Right? I, was, I was out for lunch with my sister in a wee cafe in Paisley Road West Cafe Serene. It's lovely. Um, and we got toast and avocado, but they did it dead nice and they put the hot sauce on. So I bought that and actually surprised myself because I put quite a lot. I was like, oh. Did you get, did you get sourdough bread? I did, did buy sourdough, but I got, I got sourdough <laughs> I can't cook at all, like at all. I am no use to anybody in the kitchen. I'm terrible. Um, but I like to, obviously, when you go out, it's nice. So I can, I'm terrible now because I can't go anywhere. I know, I know. But what about the, uh, you've seen the, do you like the KFC? I'm not a big KFC person. Oh, well, no. KFC. Oh, wow. no, much more McDonald's. The, the, I mean, I'll, I could eat McDonald's Monday to Friday. I absolutely oh, love a McDonald's. Have you, have you tried? Have you tried the new um, spicy double down? Right, you double down. KFC. Oh, I, I, I never, I never ever stray from a Big Mac. Oh, that's a lie. Sometimes I'll have a um, double cheeseburger or chicken selects. That's it. Well, but I'll never break that for anyone. A triple cheeseburger will be I know I didn't even try that because I thought no that's been too fat I was I know because I, I, I sort of started getting into running over lockdown right and I've never ran before nice, and I was nice. dead, dead proud of myself so um, I started losing a wee bit and then sometimes when I'm working like mental hours I'll, I'll, I'll just say I'll just grab a McDonald's and stuff yeah, and then yeah. it gets out of hand you've had like two or three a week and I'm like no I can't do it but I did see it advertised but I stopped myself there's some things that I just won't do. I don't know why, because I feel like if I do them, then I'll always need that triple cheeseburger. <laughs> <laughs> and it comes back to you double, you're like, give me, give me two uh, double cheeseburgers. Like then you just oh, pile oh. on top of each other. You would go into the menu and you would, you would do like, the whole counter and you would do add you one more burger. <laughs> no, one more I'll cheese. have four of them, please. But like back <laughs> then, some of my skinny friends, and I absolutely hate them, like they go and they'll get a Big Mac meal followed by like, a chaser, so they'll have a chase of cheeseburger. Hate you. Do you know what I mean? How are you skinny? I just sniffed and I put on a bit of stone. It's no fair. <laughs> that's somebody's joke. I've heard that joke before. Is it? I saw a comedian's joke. That's a comedian's joke. Well done, you. Oh my, well, I actually didn't know that just came off the top of my head. I promise you that. Uh-huh. There you go. Because <laughs> it's true. <laughs> a new business venture for you. Oh, the comedian. Uh-huh. Um, oh, that'd be terrible. What you said about a double down? That's the, the one with the two chicken fillets. Uh, two big chicken fillets. Oh, totally cheese, cheese in the middle. I'd- I did see that. I'm dying to get one. Eh? See, I've got one right around the corner in Govan, and they've just opened a Starbucks as well. Govan is up and coming, let me tell you. You better, you better watch yourself, somebody about your front door soon to listen to this, man. <laughs> I know, I've often you. thought that, but nobody really, nobody really bothers. <laughs> nobody cares. No, Unless um, I've got a stopper, because I, I had my car broken into last week, unless that was oh, some really? crazy. Oh, you didn't know if you wanted to say that, didn't you? Know, you were unsure. No, no, I said it on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Oh, there you go. Right. This is not listened to as much as the radio. Total wow, bastards. was it okay? There was no damage, so it's one of the weird things. And I'm very OCD about locking things, so I can't see me leaving it open. But the police were like, basically, they can get in if they want to get in. They've got wee gadgets mm-hmm. and stuff. But they just ransacked it. They took everything. Like I had, oh, I had like six or seven ba- black bags for charity in my books. You know what it's oh, like. You put them in your car, oh. and I just, I was so fatigued at that because I just thought. There's a wee charity shop around the corner and they literally take anything. And that's when I know that they're totally desperate. Yeah. And it was nice stuff. And I, I'd, I'd kind of given jackets and stuff that I sometimes wear. And I thought, nope, somebody else needs it. You know, that way I've been quite cutthroat about it. Uh-huh. And given like new jeans and stuff. 
I was just so mad at them. But then, so they took all that. They took my trainers. They took like my favourite. I'd left just two wee crappy jackets in the back seat that I wear. No value to anybody. Okay. One's at H&M, one's at Primark. Took them. They took um, everything, everything. You know what I mean? I can't even remember what I had in there. Took my wheel lock and wheel nuts, took my wheel brace, took my car jack. How did like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, well, this is the thing. I'm like, was I sitting in my house while you robbed me? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It actually, for a good 25 minutes, half an hour. It actually took for my mum to go, your car's looking very clean, till we both realised <laughs> why oh it was clean. God. It's because I've no been wrong. Um, but the police were lovely, <laughs> couldn't do anything. At least they cleaned it for you. Like this. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. I was like, thanks, guys. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm just like, I didn't realise that car break-ins were still a thing in 2020, especially no for like a... I don't drive an amazing car, so... Especially after the week, the whole no week, the year that we've been through, I think people would be a bit more... Well, it's going the other way. I think people, unfortunately, are desperate. And that's why, instead of getting really angry about the situation, I just kind of stood back and went, you know what? Someone's been that desperate that they've they've needed that, they've felt the need to take all that. It's obviously an opportunist and, you know... That's what a lot, but it's wild, man. That's just very, people are that positive way to put it, aye, 100%. It's very positive. I leave. I wasn't positive when I had to pay my wee cousin, the mechanic around the corner, you know, to take all my lock and wheel nuts off. Because so. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought they would come back, back and the police the said they might. Yeah, that's mad. The police said, and I laughed. I said, you know what? See, in fairness, if I walked out, I've got quite a good sense of humour. And if I walked out in the morning and I had no wheels, I'd absolutely. Talk about oh, I, the radio. I, I, exactly. That's what I always think. It's a funny story, but I think no. So I had to obviously get them changed and stuff. Aye. But because you need your car to get to the radio. Well, that's what I, obviously, <laughs> and I had to stay with my mum and dad last week. And I, I, I live alone, so they're my extended household, and that's fine. But I still, I'm a bit funny about it. So that was kind of thingy in me as well. Yeah. You know, because obviously, like having to go out and then come back in the house to them because I had to stay with them because the police were like, "Don't stay here while." You've, yeah, you've not changed them. Uh, we would not change your lock and wheel nuts and stuff, so I had to stay with them for a few days. So. Well, if you're listening, don't stay your tyres. I know, just leave it. Oh, they'll all be changed now, can I get your them? <laughs> <laughs> Fish supper. Oh, no, I'll get a pizza, I'm pure weird. Like, no crunch, no the crunching. The crunching is just a heart attack. Just a pizza crunch. Was it just a, is it just a pizza then and chips? Just, just a pizza, a pizza, aye, aye, just a pizza and chips, man. So, so Paul, <laughs> are Chinese? <laughs> she likes a Chinese, so we would get, oh, she'd be having pure like, like, have you ever guilt it before you ever ate like secret and you, you don't tell people like, oh, pure head absolutely so, like, <coughs> Aye, like, ah, well, that's fine then like, so, like, so what we would normally <laughs> 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 so what we, what we would get is uh, like fried fried ice chicken curry uh, thin noodle thin, uh, thin noodles mm-hmm. um and then sometimes they send you free stuff when you, when you spend your dinner. Like prawn crackers? No, no, no. You would get, no, you would get prawn crackers, but sometimes they send you loads of spring rolls. Oh my God, there'll be many spring rolls. They do, they do. Spring rolls, yeah. Uh-huh. And if I need you spend to change my Chinese because I don't fucking get them. And you spend your money, you get salt and pepper. Have you salt and pepper pizza? Have you, have you salt and pepper pizza as well? Nice. Yeah. Mate, see if you spend a lot of money on the Chinese. I'm just always greedy, mate. See, there's a Chinese that I've, I've started following on Instagram. I can't remember what they're called, but the food looks phenomenal. And uh, like people are trying different things. So um, next time I'm at my friends, because it's right beside hers, I'm going to be like, right, let's get a Chinese tonight and be dead adventurous with it. Aye. 
my, I'm, mine's just all sorts of Chinese. I think I, I was kind of more sweet. Like during lockdown, I had mm-hmm. constant Indians because I don't. I just I speak taste for it. I had, I had one, I had one right at the start of lockdown. I was like, oh, it's amazing. So I started kind of getting them. But then um, we had a Chinese. There's a there's a really really nice one in uh, Bermulloch or Balonic or something like that, like mm-hmm. quite near me. Um, and I, I just can't get enough of it. I've got one waiting on me actually. When just as soon as we finished, uh, <laughs> you need to put that in. I remember earlier. I've been left some. <laughs> I've been left some. I can't have cookies all the time. What were you saying there, Kenny? Sorry. Let's see if he's got a, a nan. What kind mm-hmm. of nan would you get? Pishwari. Pishwari. Uh, there we go. Oh my I like goodness. A, I, like a, I like a cheese. A cheese nan. Oh, really? I didn't know that cheese nans existed, and I should have because I worked in the Indians. But um, garlic and cheese nans. Uh-huh. I've, well, I've, I've had the taste sensation with my pal Janice one mm. night. I think we dipped it in the tub of corma sauce because we really are that fat. Yes. But um, yes. I, can't, I can't do like the whole takeaways all the time because I would just be a little fatty. I mean, I'm not thin, <laughs> but I would be like a total fatty. In fact, over lockdown, I was sort of, I was um, with a guy. I was dating a guy and he was like proper into his fitness. So I felt like that kind of made me be better as well. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? So I think if I didn't have that and I was just left myself, I would probably have put on a horrendous amount of weight. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably choose, uh, I love a chicken satay. Oh my God, don't, because I used to love them, right? And then I got food poisoning from one oh, and I can't no. touch them. I was so upset because it was the Radio Clyde Christmas sh- Christmas night out and I hadn't been <laughs> don't worry I didn't have the squirts at the night out I hadn't been um, <laughs> before and I was so excited so I was like talking to Cassie about it and stuff and then I had I'd just I'd eaten that night dead quickly and I, I never really get a takeaway during the night but it was just I'd been doing loads of stuff and I got it and the next morning I was absolutely ill and I couldn't go to the night out or anything. And I'd, um, I just can't touch it. I can't even touch it now. And I, I loved it, like a little peanut butter. Oh, so you should good. have had like four emodium and just went for it. <laughs> Listen, I'm, I mean, I'm not even going to go into the details, Kenny, but it was, it was know, not pretty. I know. <laughs> I know. See, see what you thought about Christmas nights, uh, Christmas nights out there when I, when I said I left the gym for a year to go and do recruitment. Mm-hmm. Your Christmas night out was in the Hilton and uh, George Bowie. <laughs> Oh, is it a party night? Because he DJed that, didn't he? <laughs> he did. Oh, yeah. my God. I don't know how he does that sober. I, I don't know. know. He's because brilliant. It's like, Georgie, boy. Um, you're just like, fucking hell. How is this it's guy? It's request even? after request oh. after request. And see, see I the don't thing? Know. Like, it just, it's a testament to the kind of guy he is because he listens to every person. Like, everybody's yep. like, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, steaming people. And I know, like, you see them always just like that. Aye, aye, aye. Well, what do you want? And you're like, fuck. Because I remember I used to DJ in the Bully, which was a club. Oh, um, fuck. Oh, Can't oh, the Bully? I love the Bully. <laughs> aye. I love the Bully so much. I remember I used I to DJ in there. Aye, aye. Oh, young. And I remember him, and I just remember you, everyone was absolutely stoshing the man. So I was like, all right. I'm like, oh, my God. How does he put up with that? But he does. He's got such a lot aye. of patience. You used to be up the stair, didn't you? You used to be up the stair. Oh, I was up the stair. Oh my God, the bully. I yeah. fell down um, every single stair in that bully one <laughs> night. I remember by the end of the night. 32 stairs. Well, I wore, <laughs> so I wore heels. Stairs, I'm like Bambi. And uh, I wore heels. <laughs> and my mum was uh, disgusted with me. She's like, your foot belongs to a dead person. It is black. I was like, I know, mum. She's like, what were you doing? I was like, I don't know. Like, I fell down literally every stair. And then I walked along, <laughs> fell down the next set of stairs. And the, the bouncer was like, get out. I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. And the bully, wow. 
Well done, you. Had many a nights in the billy. Throwback, yeah. Really was mm-hmm. brilliant. It's a hungry horse now. I know it is, yes. It's a tight, yeah. Right, well, I, I've nearly taken up almost two hours of your time. So I've got I know, I'm sorry. I'm like, why are we talking about that? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, no. No. I'm thinking we're taking up your time. <laughs> no, not at all. Sure. I was, like, remember the, my boss was like offering me shifts at the radio over Christmas. He's like, is that okay? I was like, yes, I have no life. <laughs> <laughs> Totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> so, uh, second last question, just about mm-hmm. the future. So, oh, oh. you going to say something? No, I was just oh, sorry. That sorry. <laughs> just, yeah. oh, you know, I, was, I was like, oh, sorry, oh, if I put it in here. Oh, I thought you were going to um, end the last question. Sorry. No, no, no. The last question is a belter, but we'll leave that. Um, right. So, <laughs> future, obviously, um, what, what do you have planned then? Have you, I'd, obviously, you don't need to divulge any get information that you might know that might come on in the future, but. You would love it if you would. I know, I don't, I'm not that, I really wish I was that fascinating, but I'm not. <laughs> um, I don't know, like I've got, I've got aspirations and stuff that I want to do. Obviously, I would love to get into the full-time job. Yeah, That's yeah. been there for ages, mm-hmm. but times have just drastically changed, I think, in the past couple of months. Um, I'd Like, I love radio. Um, I would love, I would love a wee podcast as well, and I would love to get back into acting. And I always say that, I just think, I've made the, you know, I've got the confidence to go out and have my own radio show. If you told me I'd be doing this like two years ago, I would really have laughed at you. Do you know what I mean? Because I just didn't have the confidence at all. And so I'm proud of myself for that. When I look back, I feel, oh my God, I've come such a long way. So I'm I'm really proud of myself. And I think I'd love to try like TV presenting or something. But it's just, this, it's, it's, it's being the type of person that's a go-getter. I'm very lazy and I need to be, be more productive. I think you'd be great. You know, Grado. Thank you. I agree. Yeah, I don't know him, but I know of him. Grado, Grado, he, he's got his own show as well. He had his own show, it was in Cars or something. So he had his own show on the new BBC Scotland channel. I actually got down to the final six to be the new voice of the BBC Scotland channel. Oh, that was wow. that was a hoot. Um, I, I did really well. Um, and I didn't think I would at all because, see, to be honest, I sent in my application after a bottle of wine. Me, I was around the back of the house and she, I'm like, I'm not doing it. And she's like, yes. that is it. I was, she's like, I'm going to make you do it. I'm like, right, okay. So I sounded brilliant. I sounded dead confident because I'd had like, a bottle of wine. Um, uh, and then they, that was a brilliant experience. I can't stress enough if you guys, I don't know, like you do this obviously as a side thing, but if you were ever thinking about that, I loved it. I went through and um, they kind of, made us do like we voiceovers while we were there we done some teamwork then they made you come up with your own content just the way they structured it was totally brilliant then they narrowed it down from obviously from hundreds that applied to like 40 of us then down to the final six and then it was an interview but I, I just I wasn't I was good at the interview but there was a couple of questions that I did not know yeah it was kind of about um it was about politics it came down to one about politics and it was saying how if you were crossing to someone because it was a continuity announcer so the person that talks in between the programmes uh-huh. and they were just saying like if you were crossing to somebody in in, um, in London how would you say it and they wanted me to get across because obviously we've got separate politics in Scotland we've got Hol- like Holyrood yeah, and they've got mm-hmm. Westminster West um, and they wanted me to get that across I just wasn't getting it and at the end I was like I just said to them, I ended up laughing. I was like, I'm going to totally like look back in this and kick myself. And I just said, I, I don't know. You're giving me loads of clues. I'm just not getting it. And they were dead how nice. Would they, how would they do it? Like, Basically, you just had to say, now we're going to cross to Westminster. Whereas I was like, I don't know. Do you know what? I just <laughs> wasn't getting it at all. Right. Then we're going to travel to the M74 to London. <laughs> <laughs> just, wanted to convey, just wanted me to convey to the audience that 
you yeah, had you separate into another yeah context. yeah and I just wasn't getting it sometimes my brain doesn't work at things like that I'm not well, that that high pressure. you should have had a bottle you should have had a bottle of wine before that as well oh my god <laughs> I know can you imagine they just smell me and be like get out <laughs> but as you say like, these things are always a, a, a kind of lovely experience as well aye, of course. they were so lovely they phoned me up and they were like Ali we absolutely loved you they were like just somebody else beat you to it and you know the way you fell down and I said no and they were just like we'll keep you in mind for future which they have not <laughs> <laughs> well, the future is so I when this goes out BBC oh, planners give me a call <laughs> right so we've came down to the final question right so Ali right. we asked some, some would say I think Margaret would say the most important question right Ali Margaret's my mum in case you're like who the fuck's Margaret she, uh-huh. she is Maggie. The, the captain and the leader of our full podcast listeners team yes, she, is. she oh listens within a minute she listens mm-hmm. to every podcast Feel free to as well. We'll But your mum's always your biggest fan. Always, unless my mum, my mum told me that I did this lot wrong last week and I told her not to talk to me for a week. (laughs) I don't think my mum's listened to one episode of this. I think my mum even knows that I'm doing this. Maggie, my mum Maggie knew she show. would have dragged me and never let me do this again. <laughs> of yourself. Who do you think you are, Kerry Keegan? I know, I know. <laughs> she did that. Oh, she found she named you as well. <laughs> I know, double uh, uh, barrel. Uh, it would be Kenneth. Sorry, I'm Kenneth. making you digress. <laughs> no, sorry. Right, right, right. Gav, nail it. You've got it. So, if you could have one drink and one drink only, what would you have and who would it be with? Oh my god, that's a good question, isn't it? Who would I? Oh no, this is going to sound. I I'll just say it because I love him. Um, I love Martin Compton. Right, I could go like I could go. I could go Hollywood and all that. Right, but I just absolutely love him. And remember anything that was on when he was in it? Like my friends would all tag me. And at one point, I used to be like a wee bit borderline obsessed. I'll probably tell him that if I ever meet him. But um, now I've I've (laughs) I've kind of realised that he's got a lovely life in LA and a lovely wife in LA as well. And it will never happen. But he's absolutely (laughs) lovely. And I just would like to talk to him because I like I remember being in love with the movie Sweet Sixteen. Yes, and then I thinking he was he was going to go and be a wee footballer, and then he get, kind of got plucked from nowhere and, and introduced to this big world of acting. Yeah. And I would like yeah. to hear his story. And a drink, I would. Oh, I'm not a massive drinker. Um, what did I enjoy? See, it was gin for a while, and then gin started getting popular. And I hate when things get popular because people think you jump on the bandwagon, and I hate that. So, so what would you have to try and impress Martin Compton then? What would you? <laughs> No, well. no, 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 no. <laughs> be yourself. Uh, don't, don't try and be somebody you'll know. Who would you have? What would I have? Probably. Gin's not that popular in there. Have a gin. Uh, <laughs> I probably would just have a glass, a, a large glass of um, Sauvignon. A large glass. Love it. Wow. A large one. <laughs> probably followed by a shot because I'd be jangling. I'd be like, <laughs> so... Could I have right. a bottle with a straw? And I probably, I probably could have spoke to someone a wee bit, you know, more Hollywood than Martin. But I've no, always loved them. Oh, no, no. I love, I love, I love the simple that. answers. Aye. See, the, the ones that you don't expect, that's the best ones. Oh, I love him. I just think he's lovely. <laughs> Did, you watch, like Did you watch the, the Nest, was it? Oh, brilliant. I watched The Nest, actually. So, the Nest was brilliant. Really I think the lassie from that, Mirren Mack, she's up for a, I'm sure she's up for a BAFTA. Is that the, Wait, his, his wife? wife? The girl, no, no, the no, the one, that played the, the one that played the surrogate. Oh, she, she was great. She, she's really good. She was amazing. Here's a thing. These like oh. Harry Potter. No. Aye. Oh, right. Okay. Right. How? Have you seen Harry Potter, Ali? She was. No. She was. Mur- 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 Morning. Morning Myrtle. Morning Myrtle. Morning Myrtle. See. Aye. See the mum. Mm-hmm. The the, uh-huh. the surrogate's mum. 
Uh-huh. She's like like a really, really big actress. And she was in Oh, I know who you're talking about. She is a brilliant she's actress. Oh, she's so good. She's in loads of things, and yeah. she's got a really funny little voice, doesn't she? I, I, I think mm-hmm. that's what makes her so good. Like, yeah, she's very mm-hmm. unique. She's been in loads of things. She's not in filth and all that as well. She oh, was she in um, the James McAvoy thing. He's brilliant as well. Um, but I love I it. I think that. it's because when you see a success story out of like Glasgow, you feel very. Oh, well done. Do you know what I mean? We're, we're that kind of nation where we see somebody doing well, we're like, aye, go on yourself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's more Glasgow than it now because James McAvoy is from Lower Bears Den also. <laughs> the d- drum trumpet, I remember because he's got a lovely drum hot sister. Chappelle, yes. They yeah. used to be in a girl band as well and I used to see her getting on my 40 bus and I used to be starstruck. Number 40. Number 40 and I went through <laughs> all the terrible parts like Kevin Bridges said, so went through from Chapel, maybe Hill, right. possible. <laughs> You're guaranteed to have been done it in that bus Terrible at least once. Like, How dare you? <laughs> 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 oh. oh I've been terrified in that bus before. We were phoning my mum. You're coming to make me off the bus, mum. <laughs> <laughs> I walked from me to hell with the bus. But you went to the bully. It was for <laughs> Drum Chapel and Clive. <laughs> 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 I was on the bully, so I was detected at the time. Right. Hey, okay. We'll, Kenny. We'll, we'll, vended with mentioning the bully. So <laughs> Unless, Ali, have you anything to add? Is there anything you wish to? No, just thank you, guys. This has been my first podcast, so this has been fab. I loved oh. it. And now you know how it's done, so you can make your own. And you I know, well, I will take exactly your structure. I will copy it and call it my own. <laughs> and then you I there's no structure at all. <laughs> Aye, that's, that's how a podcast works. Exactly. <laughs> I, I actually always get emails about rejoining the gym. You to come. That's him. That's, that's me. Oh, is he really me? It's like join that's now, him. not don't pay anything for the rest of the year, or join now and pay a hundred pound for three months and all that. And I'm like, oh, I'm tempted. I'm tempted. <laughs> there you go. Send me a wee message on Twitter, and we'll get you. Yay! <laughs> oh, Look at you. Look at me. Bye. So, Ali, thanks very much for coming. It's been great. Like, really, really Amazing. nice. Aye, oh, great. it's been lovely, guys. Thank you. Because I was dead nervous. I was like, to my pals. Obviously, they were saying earlier, like, no help at all. I mean, they might talk to you about. So, I was like, I don't no. actually know. <laughs> so, I hope I've answered. Listen, two years later almost. No, Christ. You're like, I'm not going to edit it. You're like, no, I will need to edit that. <laughs> Sorry. I will do you. That's my bad. Well, let me know when it's going out and I'll um, share it and stuff. Magic. Oh, thank Probably. you very much. I say share it as if I've got 100 people to follow me. I absolutely do not. <laughs> Listen, um, one person sees it, that's one person more than it would have. So exactly. But no, cause I think you guys had asked Cassie on, is that right? We did. Uh-huh. We messaged Cassie uh-huh. a, few, yeah. Yeah, a couple of months ago. But she just, because we were, we were chatting about it, and she just said, um, she was Ali, I feel terrible, but she is so busy, and she doesn't uh, talk is. crap when she says that. She does a breakfast show. She's got like things that she does like every single day because you always need to do stuff for the radio as well. And then obviously she's got a podcast, so yeah, obviously yeah, yes, it's like no, no. She's like, "Aye, of course you should." <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant! Good, so Cassie pushed you to it. Good. Cassie oh, pushed me, aye. She's like, "Definitely." Good, good. Well, thank you, Cassie. Right. <laughs> I know. Very, yes, Cassie. Cassie, yes. So, but aye, just thanks again. Um, no bother. And I again, what you said. Come on, again. Oh, no, Anything. I know, when I was like, oh no, the last bit. Right, okay, we'll right. take care and um, I will see you something probably in the flesh at the village. Definitely. <laughs> I know. Definitely. <laughs> right, nice talk, guys. Thank Bye. you, really. She's like,